0: Oh yeah, she's and, dead. And this one's sneaky.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. Hey,
0: I'm Ian Boothby. How, how, how y'all doing out there? How's everyone doing? You okay? Okay, that's and if you're not, that's all right too. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks for uh, joining us, putting us in your ears for a
1: little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for the rhetorical question. Yeah, it's and just then some nice gratitude.
0: Nice. Yeah, you just nice. that's yeah. like
1: that's good. It's I like a, it. I'd
0: say that's uh, I, I, I really appreciate it. It's an it's an honor being in your ears. Oh wow, it is. You know, because people have you know a limited amount of time ears. in the world, and you know want to spend some time with us uh, listening to our yapping. That's uh, <laughs> uh it's appreciated. Okay.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: And you know, as we do every week, we uh, plan ahead uh, and make sure your valuable time is not wasted with just rambling nonsense. <laughs> and uh, then you know, we keep it tight because we know you got limited time. Yeah. So we keep it to a tight thirty minutes yes. uh, every week, <laughs> and uh, and there you go.
1: That's a promise from us.
0: Right. And if we play any music, mm-hmm. we make sure uh, we uh, we make sure everyone gets paid properly. Yeah, it's all cleared. It's all cleared. Everything's yeah. clearance. Yeah. It's all done. Yeah. Everything's legal. We have never.
1: We have never played a pirated song as our theme song for almost 12 years yeah never whenever would we do that
0: you know what i think if we play it one more year we own it
1: (laughs) squatters right i think
0: that's how it goes i think we have squatted on this song (laughs) i think we play this song more than the original band
1: (laughs) well yes we certainly have brought squat to this song um you know what actually
0: i would like to know what tell me dave what's going on uh, what's what's the good word
1: lisa found a handful of sd cards in a in a, re- like a Safeway bag, like a reusable Safeway bag. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's where they went. Because.
0: Oh, this was not just on the street.
1: It wasn't just on the street. It was in, it had someone got, it somehow had been pushed into Eve's bedroom. Okay. Which Eve doesn't use. And we don't really use very because much.
0: Because she's not there anymore.
1: She's not there anymore. And so it's just become. She does
0: still exist. She, li- she lives in her
1: own home. It's become a catch-all of stuff that's been moved out of the bathroom. Right. And other things that got through, thrown in there Do over you time. shape
0: the things that you put in there in the shape of your daughters?
1: <laughs> no, I do no. That would be weird. Topiary. And then you go, yeah. New Eve. <laughs> You're the New Eve. <laughs> I... That's right. You're not going to leave, right? It's
2: alive. <laughs> it's alive.
1: Uh, no, it would just, it's just a bunch of garbage we throw in there. So anyway, these Safeway, at least find these Safeway bags. And she's like, oh, well, we can use these Safeway bags. We can reuse these bags. And then... But inside, like I say, was this handful of SD cards because I I made a habit over uh, over the years of losing SD cards and then buying another one, yeah, or forgetting to bring one down here with me, right, and then just going to London Drugs and buying a new one. And so I over time I have I think I have like ten SD cards, right. Of but anyway, so for some
0: reason I'm just picturing like the London Drugs as like an old timey uh you know pharmacist yeah like, hey mr d another <laughs> card
1: oh you know that's not what london Drugs.
0: and mean. how about uh, something from the soda jerk like oh you're off the sugar are oh, you yeah, mr d don't get cranky with me mister is there have is you seen th- lana turner over there
1: no one's uh discovering her yet she's just been sitting there forever did walmart start off as like a pharmacy or was it like a general store that grew over time into what it is now this is a fantastic question that i don't know the answer to because london drugs is a weird thing we can agree on that, right? Yeah. Like, it's a drugstore.
0: Yeah, that used to have as its uh, logo a, uh, a Buckingham Palace Guard. Okay. You remember it? in uh, New Westminster no, they don't. had a London Drugs there and okay. they had they still had the Buckingham Palace Guards. I don't remember uh, that at on all. Da, on either side of the sign, yeah. I wish I had seen it. For that, a very least, long
1: time. Or regarded it in some way.
0: Well, uh, we could turn to the internet. But, uh, yeah.
1: But that's interesting, yeah. It's cause it, you know, it was a drugstore at one point and now it is like a place where you go to get home electronics. Uh... Well, everything, really. Right. But
0: let's just say this. Uh, you know, in the old-timey uh, scenario, I was just laying down. Yeah. You know, when you used to go to the drugstore, would there would be a soda jerk there. And they would make you a phosphate. And they would pour you, <laughs> pour you well, a nice uh, soda pop. Sure. And, like, that's not around anymore by any means. No, no. That's you know? true. No. it's, it's just So drugstores do seem to change.
1: It's that weird crossover. Well, I guess it's a survival is what it is, you know. Yeah. Survival. But anyway So I um, So I found these And I was just kind of like Well what is, what's on them so I was just kind of curious Sure um, And pornography
0: <laughs> so you, That's where you hide your porn
1: <laughs> No I don't okay. hide it be cr- What do you have to hide it for It's on the web You just close it Anyway so This um, is the
0: old timey <laughs> Okay
1: and hey, so, Mister D. And close your browser. Filled I up nip. your
0: porn uh, stash again, eh? <laughs> do you want to go over what to the soda jerk and uh, let's see? Where it of can... course, the soda jerk jerks more than soda nowadays. <laughs> yes, sir. We're a pornography drugstore
1: now. <laughs> wow. Anything to survive. I guess. Anything
0: to survive. <laughs> so, how many boner pills can I put you down for?
1: <laughs> so, how many boners do I need? So then, um... I'll give you a baker's dozen. <laughs> Oh, thirteen, <laughs> my lucky number. So everyone's lucky with this amount. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I just looked through them and it, it was all like old Sneaky Dragon episodes and yeah, it should be it's an and, SD card uh, listening so for Sneaky Dragon, but listening party ones too. And I was like, oh, oh, that's nice listening party. I remember that show. So I was like listening to the. To, I just started. It was like it's just the um, the basic track. Like there's no songs added or anything. It's just the the recorded show that Mary and I would do, and uh, it was pleasant. I was enjoying it. I yeah. was enjoying the show I did many years ago with my daughter. I was, en- I was enjoying our, our, our byplay, I guess. Sure. It was, it was fun. She brought, she brought something to the show, mostly uh, a refusal to take any guff from her father. <laughs> so it was good. It was good. It was fun.
0: There should be more uh, parent uh, projects uh, like that in the internet. I'm sure there are. I think there of, are of yeah. uh, podcasts and whatnot, but you know, getting the uh, multi generational perspective mm-hmm. on on things, and not just uh, not just Leonard Malton and his daughter. <laughs> That's the only ones I can think of
1: right away. Well, um, I've mentioned that show that Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery do. Okay,
3: video do they archives. They bring their kids.
1: Uh, uh, ex- um, Roger Avery's daughter Gala is a regular host. Okay, so she'll kind of they'll talk about the movie, and then she'll come in and give her two cents, and then also there's a little bit of a challenge from Quentin tarantino that she has to he doesn't help her watch the movie she has to find her own way around seeing this this obscure film okay and so often you know she's you know going into like uh the bad part of town you know sometimes it's youtube sometimes it's uh sometimes she just finds them she purchases the show she's a young
0: person she can find a film
1: but she always has to buy them on video cassette as well so she'll, she'll buy a video cassette of them from someplace
0: Oh, okay. So it's kind of an
1: interesting thing. You
0: can buy a video cassette of like uh, obscure film. Like, mm-hmm. is this like the legitimate place for this, or yeah, because
1: like, you know, especially like older video stores, people oh. have bought out bought bought those old inventories and they'll sell oh, them okay. on, e- sell them it on eBay and stuff like that. Sure, sure, So sometimes she'll buy like a a video, and it'll be from some you know old video store from Omaha or whatever. You know, yeah. She'll be like, Oh, did anyone shop at you know Video Paradise uh, back in the day? Like, you know, let me know. So yeah, it's kinda of fun. It's a fun show, I enjoy it. I when I say I enjoy it, I enjoy the interplay. I, I've watched a couple of of movies they've recommended, and I have to say that it's uh you kinda of have to use your own judgment of what you think you'll be interested in. Okay. Not theirs. Not theirs. Because they are very much into kind of trash movie culture in a way that I'm not, you know? Like it's sort of like we've talked I think we talked about this before. It's kinda of like the golden turkey awards. Yeah. Like when we were when I was a kid. There's
0: some of the stuff in film threat. That you're like, yeah. oh, I'd like reading about this. Would yeah. like to watch it? I don't know if i need to watch it. <laughs> I
1: don't even, yeah. I mean, like, you know, like golden turkey words you read and you're just laughing your head off at the description of Robot Monster. But then you, when you watch Robot Monster, you're like, well, it's actually kind of boring because it's not a very good movie. No, no. You know, it's, those guys brought humor to it. And I guess, or riff tr- you know, rift Tracks or MST3K, yeah. They brought humor or, to it. Or
0: you could, if you're a filmmaker, maybe you're just like, oh, this is interesting seeing how they did this back in the day. And mm. they're trying their best. And there's you sure, know, I good guess. for them. And that's nice. And it's fine. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes sure. sometimes old-timey things, uh, things got better. And that's all right. That's okay.
1: What do you mean they got better?
0: Well, like, uh, you know, you have an invention in the day. And uh, that thing does a certain thing. You go, that's good. And then, like, over time, someone invents a better version then someone invents a better version. Oh. And someone invents a better version. someone goes like, uh, hey, let's try this old-timey version of this. <laughs> and then you try to open a can with a can opener yeah. from like 100 years ago and go like, Jesus, Lord! It, it, ow! It's, it's like, uh, no, I prefer yeah. Starfrit. Click. <laughs> Done. And now it brings up the sharp lid and I toss it away. It's good. Yeah. Things change. Things get better sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch, uh, there's Wizard of Oz. This is a fine movie. There was a version of The Wizard of Oz before The Wizard of Oz that was a silent version of The Wizard of Oz. Sure. Tried their best. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> it's, exactly, there's a novelty yes. to it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. They tried their best. It's, it doesn't mean it's not boring. To us. You can try your best. To us. It's but still boring. When you're coming off
0: the street in the old timey past and you're like, hey, what's out here? Old timey yeah, past things. I don't okay, know. Okay, let's they, go in here. I've never seen anything like this before. I don't
1: think Robot Monster got that... Uh, had wide-eyed people looking at it, starstruck. I, I think right.
0: Robot Monster. The whole point was you wanted to make out with your, uh, you know, your date, and so you know the point was we we're going to go somewhere dark. Is Robot <laughs> Monster dark? Yes. Then that film is a winner. And now it's time for the smooching. So you're going to remember that. Yeah. You know, there's certain films that I remember, you know, because of what happened either before or after, uh, and I, so I remember them fondly. Sure. I remember. Uh, That's little, fine, but you don't. I remember, remember the... Little Mermaid fondly. Yeah. That's a that's a fond film to me, and not for any reasons that the Little Mermaid film. Do you put remember into it,
1: it fondly? A little bit, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, <laughs> a little bit. All right, but I mean, let me just say, not in the theater afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, I get it. Uh, but you know, it, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was like so. You know, the Little Mermaid's now. A, oh, that's a pleasant memory film for me, and the and the film itself is fine. It's fine. It's a, it's 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 fine. It was uh you know it was better than you expected a Disney film to be at the time. Yeah, it's fine. But there are some jokes that actually yeah, landed yeah. as jokes. Sure. If you were looking, if you had just come off of uh you know uh, if you were like me and you would see any animated film because what the hell yeah and you know you were used to like a fox and the hound and then you saw <laughs> a Little Mermaid
1: yeah you're uh,
0: hey that's pretty good that's uh wow all right good run good on you
1: guys mm. you know yeah. I didn't see Fox and Hound. I didn't see The Black Cauldron. So I think I kind of missed the, the knee-deer of Disney. Uh, I kind of like my my idea of what Disney movies were like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, mm-hmm. Bambi, you know, stuff that you saw re-released to the theaters, I guess. I mean, when you're a kid, you, you're. But by that point, you were told.
0: Really okay. I mean, by the time I saw Bambi on VHS, that was actually a pleasant memory of that one, too. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, what the hell is with me and Disney movies? Now I'm disturbed. Uh, but by that point, you know, you were told these are classics. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, 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 but you know, at the at the time, they were just like they were all real risky movies that people didn't think were going to do. Like people thought Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was going to tank so hard. Well, they
1: thought it was going to. They thought they thought they were afraid that it might tank so hard.
0: No, no, no. Everyone who was not part of the Disney like everyone yeah. thought this is a stupid idea. Let's watch Walt just eat it. Uh, with this, and then yeah, it uh, it actually had heart to it, which you know films around that time did not really have heart. It was like fucking trees dancing, and then, oh animated films, yeah right. animated films, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this thing had like a lot, like it had legit jokes that worked, and then it had legit heart that worked, and in yeah. a in a big long film, and it was like holy yeah. moly, and the well, songs were it's catchy. It's
1: pretty short movie actually,
0: yeah, but it wasn't because there was no. Into the... It was the only movie like it that was mm-hmm. like a full length
1: movie. Mm-hmm. Of that at that point. And then it made others take foolish risks, like the Fleischer brothers. They did okay, but didn't Gulliver's do okay? I've, as far as I know, it sank the studio. Like after that, they were bought out by Paramount, and Paramount continued the yeah. I'm reading I'm reading by movies without them.
0: I'm reading a uh, a comic uh, book version of uh, you know the history of animation. Okay, and uh, there's a lot of you know you might think this, but actually this did okay, and there's a lot of that kind of business okay. in there, and you're like, hey, you remember Dumbo? Yeah, that sucker tanked so hard it was ridiculous. Because I think it like happened. If I'm not wrong, didn't Dumbo happen like? on Pearl Harbor or something like, I think it like happened right where world war two was starting. And we oh, right? were like, we don't care about none of this shit. <laughs> and so, you know, forget it. Hmm. I think, I don't know. Uh, but it, something else ha- happened at the time Dumbo came out and it just boom. And also like Bambi, I think Bambi also like tanked real, real hard. Um,
1: well, maybe it was another Sleeping film. It did
0: not Brothers do film. well. Yeah. Like all, uh, quite a few of these films were like Oof. Sleeping Beauty didn't do very well. Yeah, well, Fantasia did real shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: like well, super shit. It's pretty niche.
0: And then I think Sleeping Beauty did not do well either. Yeah. Huh.
1: Well, they changed you, their style for that too.
0: Yeah, you you tell me, uh, uh, people who know Disney.
1: <laughs> um, maybe it's a different film, because they did Global Travels, did they then did they one do when, like Froggy Goes to Town or some kind oh, of? Oh yeah, like that, that
0: was Mister Fleet, Mister Flea, Mister Ant, Mister. Can goes to town. You're absolutely right. And then something happened at the exact same time, and then it just tanked. Completely. Okay. Yeah, Mr... Oh, oh I gotta look. look this up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no,
1: that's alright. Yeah. I guess we have to know. We must know the name of this thing that went to town. Mr. Yeah. Oh. Maybe that's the movie that tanked for them. And uh, You know, I'm not an expert on these things. Yeah. But I did hear an interesting... Mr. Bug fu- goes to town. Mr. Bug goes to town. Mr.
0: Bug goes to town. Go. Goes to town. Yeah, it was... Uh, oh, that's gonna bother... You know, our uh, it's gonna our, bug uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: But here's the thing I learned. I was watching a video yesterday by Patrick Willems talking about Looney Tunes.
0: That was it. Sorry, Mr. Bug Goes to Town was uh, was came out, and then two days later, uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, okay. And everyone went fuck this. <laughs> We're not seeing Mr. Bug Goes to Town. Yeah. That was it. Thanks.
1: Okay. Huh? Everyone went. We have to get the. It's a war effort. Um. Anyway, you know, they
0: later re-released it as Hoppity goes to town.
1: Yeah. Didn't do much better. The
0: original title is a parody, of course, of...
1: Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. So, uh... Oh,
0: oh, by the way. Okay. Sorry. In this book, it answered a question that we asked on this show a million miles... A million ago. years ago? A million years ago. Sure. Uh, yes, indeed. Steamboat Willie is a parody of, of Steamboat Bill Jr. Oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. That is absolutely a parody of it. Yes.
1: Fascinating. That was a pretty successful film for Buster Keaton. After a couple of not-so-successful films. But, I was going to say, I was watching this video about Looney Tunes... By Patrick Willems. And he mentions in there that Warner Brothers recently, like in the last year or two years, recently made 60 Looney Tune cartoons, like 11-minute shorts. Yes. featuring with using various anim, different animators. That are good. That are good, and I never heard about yeah, these before. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, haven't, I haven't really seen the media, but I've heard nothing but yeah. good things about them. So yeah. apparently they're
1: on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max or access to HBO Max or Crave in Canada, uh, apparently you should seek out these movies and give them a watch. Because uh, if you... Love Bugs Bunny, which I do, and uh, maybe want some more content. (laughs) There there you are.
0: Yeah, sorry. So, what's the situation with them in Canada then? Sorry.
1: Who's that? HBO Uh, Max?
0: Yeah, those cartoons, yeah.
1: I would assume that as part of HBO Max, you could get them through uh, Crave. Okay. Because you can get HBO on Crave. All right. That library should be available to you. You can watch Velma on uh, Crave. Yeah, you can, uh,
0: yeah. (laughs) You can also watch it when you uh, die and go to hell. (laughs) It'll just be like, uh, it'll just be going.
1: I watched, because of your. Uh, mention of it, I did watch a little bit of the first episode.
0: And Dumbo was successful. Oh, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah, I, I
1: know shit. Because Dumbo, I think, came I out a know little later shit.
0: Yeah, forget it. Don't listen to me about nothing. <laughs>
1: well, okay, I was wrong but, about but, Gulliver's travels. Go so.
0: back to. I'm going to see if Sleeping Beauty did okay. But you, uh, you, you, you give your review of uh, of uh, Velma.
1: Oh, I, everyone said it. I think because uh, that, that's it's something a Winner
0: start to end.
1: Its <laughs> It definitely is tonally odd and doesn't make any sense. In, in, if you like if you're a Scooby-Doo fan, what are you getting out of that show? would be my question. Mm-hmm. like not much. I don't know. I just and that the, the necessity for some sort of like trauma element to the character and then also like some sort of like mysterious past sort of thing that she can't remember or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh,
3: eh.
0: Well, we've done Scooby-Doo to death. Like we've done, we've 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 examined everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Even like Cabin in the Woods is Scooby Doo, you know. But there's <laughs> yeah. a, a pup named Scooby Doo is pretty good. There's another uh, some. There's a recent Scooby Doo as well that was also re- really quite good as like a funny uh, you know, animated series. Okay. The, again, there's deconstruction, and then there's you know let's make it sincere, and then there's this, and then the James Gunn versions uh, of the two Scooby Doo movies, okay. which again have some deconstruction mm-hmm. uh, to them as well. We we've done it. Yep. We've done it. We get we're it. we're good. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you can do it straight if you want. That's fine. Yeah. You keep bringing out Batman movies. It's fine. It's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, this one just seemed uh, mean. Mm. And like mean to the audience? Like mean like resented the audience? Which who's again, it's a real who's this for?
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like Velma's carry in, in in like that's that's how our characters treated it throughout the you know. Yeah. Like I don't know. But I don't see what the fun of it is.
0: Yeah, like yeah. what are we? Is it, it's qui pho- bono?
1: Who benefits from this? <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean you can take it. You can do a dark take on things. I mean Jesus, yeah. like Cabin in the Woods is a pretty dark take on the Scooby Doo mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, you know, uh, some of them end up dying horribly. In fact, all, almost all we don't of them. <laughs> know. I mean, some die off camera, so you don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe they'd come back in the sequel. I don't. I don't really know. Um, yeah, but it seems very right. I won't say right wing because that's not true, but it's that it's that side of the internet that's like you know uh, anti woke, uh, anti Me Too, anti like they d- directly make fun of Me Too, you know, and stuff. And like, okay, so who's this for? Really diverse cast of Scooby Doo? Like you've you've gone in that direction, so you know you've lost yeah. those jerks, <laughs> and now you're attacking the others. Uh, okay. What's your what's your sweet spot here? Yeah. Where are you going? And it's it's strange because, you know, you got a show like Rick and Morty, and that show gets mean, you know, as mm-hmm. well. But somehow it lands the heart of it at, at times yeah. in a way that, like, there, there's the sweet spot. You got it. Boom. There's the Dan Harmon sweet spot. Yeah. And Mindy Kaling couldn't find that sweet spot. And her shows just generally, I think, are somewhat mean, hmm. you know? And it's okay to be mean you can be mean but like have a target that's like legit or be then insanely funny you got to be so goddamn funny if you're super mean yeah it's like okay go for it
1: funny or just fast like don't don't dwell on it just keep on rolling keep on rolling yeah you know like just you know, you said something mean, oh, but he said something else afterwards. And it's also mean, but that's what erase the last mean with a right. new mean. And now another, here's another mean that's just come right that's after that. That's the thing,
0: like, when you talk, you, know, when you when you have, you know, comedians that complain about that, oh, you can't say nothing. And it's like, you can, but it has to be really funny then. Mm-hmm. Because you've, like, now eliminated all the goodwill that you have. From the other stuff, you've t- you've kicked out all of the other table legs, and you're now standing on one leg. Yeah. So you better balance that fucker, and this better be hilarious. Is it?
4: Mm,
0: well, yeah, that's that's your problem for kicking out the other ones. Yeah. You know. Listen, I, John Cleese is coming out with a new faulty towers thing. You mentioned that. And uh, we'll we'll see. But like, if if it's completely hilarious and great. Then yeah, you can talk about whatever fuck you want. <laughs> you're okay. We'll see. I shock alone won't do it. You got to be like that's the thing with South Park. Mm-hmm. It's like South Park does the most horrific things, but then they really nail a lot of the jokes. So yep. you're like, I gotta go. That's legitimately funny. So yeah, okay. You know they and they, and then they go f- go for it. Mm. Uh, so you know, respect. Tip of the hat. I guess to that. <laughs> um,
1: well, I was. Uh, did you? Oh, you have Paramount Plus. So, do you, you saw the? Ep, did you see the episodes on Paramount Plus?
0: No, I think I'm a little done with it. Like a little saturated. Well, it's kind
1: of funny because um, uh, I was up visiting David the other day on Saturday, and he mentioned he doesn't have Paramount Plus, but he bought. They came out on DVD, so I bought the DVD that takes the two episodes and makes them into one kind of movie or whatever. Was this
0: the streaming wars? Uh, I don't know what the, it was. Like okay. whatever they did
1: on Paramount Plus. All right. And he said it's the best thing that he's seen them do in years. Oh. In absolute years. Yeah. So now I'm kind of curious about it myself. So I don't know. Cool. Yeah. It's
0: nice. That it's I, nice I agree with you. It's people get better.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like, it was fun for a while. And then you kind of grow up or you just, or you grow on, you move on. Because you've seen, you've seen all the variations of the jokes they're going to do. Yeah. You get it. Let other people laugh at it. It's their turn to laugh. Yeah. That's, kids kids that's will, will latch on to it. it. Yeah. And, yeah. It's. Like I never thought it was bad. I never thought, you know, like, oh, I'm so shocked. This is terrible. I was kind of shocked that kids at elementary, like at Mary's elementary school, were watching it. Mm. I thought that was kind of irresponsible of parents to like just, oh, it's animated. That's fine. But I guess those kids have <laughs> grown up into whoever they are. But um, they're not all murderers. Uh, but um, yeah, I just, I never, I always thought it was just did it, it did its job. You know.
0: When I saw, did you see a uh, bigger, longer, uncut in the theaters?
1: Yes, it did. Yeah,
0: the reaction from the audience was pretty big. Yeah, when it was, I was like, "Oh, it's
1: nice." I saw Team America in the theaters as well. Which one was that? Sorry, Team America. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So the the puppet sex scene is is really great on a huge screen. Yeah, <laughs> and it's something you just laugh, you know you just start laughing at it because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, and it just grows. You know, well, that's an example. If you're going to go for it, go for it. If you're going to go for it, really go for it. Yeah, like because they really go for it. Well, this was.
0: Know. I mean, look. I've got a couple of CDs out uh, that I'm not going to say the names of now. Uh, but I used, I used to be part of a comedy group. And we did some stuff and yeah. some things on there. And there's some things on there. And there's some things on there. And I can uh, at one point go, it was the time, but it wasn't the time. Uh, <laughs> but something we found was when we were doing material that, you know, looking back on, woof, uh, just go for it. Yeah. Just commit to it. Mm-hmm. Just b- barrel through to the end because there's nothing worse than... Then you know, halfway through, going, <laughs> Half it's like hearted. no, no. Like, listen, we think there's something funny in this, yeah. And we're gonna try and 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 hopefully, you know, we tried to do at the time was with the, you know, uh, there's arguments to be made. Uh, you know, it gives things some depth or some cleverness, hopefully, uh, so it's not just shock uh, and uh, and and really like you know, bear down and uh, take the brunt, and then uh, people are complaining uh take the blame take the hit you know for it it's okay you know and uh did you you stand by that sketch sure yeah i'm gonna do it again tomorrow night i'm gonna do it again the next night and i think uh you know we 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 did our our little live show in england and yeah you get that little gasp at the top (laughs) of certain things and then like okay yeah they're fine with it we're fine with it now we're all fine with it yeah there we go
1: yeah well, as long as it's yeah, as long as it's funny and as long as you keep the ball moving, yeah, you'll be okay. If you just want to stand in one place and plant your flag, yeah, maybe that's a problem with comedians of that sort, of like I say a John Cleese or someone like that. That they just want to stand in one place and plant their flag, and you're just like, no, you've got to, you know.
0: Yeah, when you're com- like to me, John Cleese, it's like when when he's complaining now about you know you can't say anything or this that or the other, and it's like, but yeah, back in the day, you had the church coming after you. Like, you had, yeah. like, real organizations yeah. that were literally trying to shut down your movie, yeah. and then if they did, your movie wouldn't play, and you stood up to them and and were fine with this and, and went for it. And it's like, okay, yeah, that all makes good sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this all is clear. And it's like, so what happens now? Well, you just, you could do it, and you still do it. No one, No one can shut you down now. Like, so what are you talking about? You've seen real censorship. It would be like if Lenny Bruce was alive today and just going, "Ah, oh, things have never been worse." It's like, no, the <laughs> cops would drag you off stage. They were worse then. You know? Yes. Yes. That this was. is what you're getting from the audience. Boo! Oh, oh, It hurts me. Yes. Like, well, then you got a bad. You picked a bad job. <laughs> There's never been a time where the audience wouldn't go. I disagree. Yeah. It's like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, think of. Uh the Rite of Spring being performed the first time and throwing chairs at the stage you know like such outrage over a over classical composition and with also ballet. Poor dancers getting stuff thrown at them. Yeah. yeah it's, It'd
0: be interesting that at uh, dance school you had also learned how to dodge a chair. It's like okay.
1: <laughs> this is something you'll have to, have to put up with.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then some of them ended up going to work at the Waffle House and then they ended up like did you ever see that scene from uh, you know you haven't seen that clip of the the woman at the Waffle House? No. Okay. It's uh it's it's a pretty well-known clip right now. Okay. It's a it's a, wa- a fight is breaking out at the Waffle House. Okay. And someone uh and there's a woman who's working behind the counter at the Waffle House. And a person picks up this chair mm. and just hucks the chair and the woman behind the counter catches it by the leg just in this one sm- smooth <laughs> move yeah. and just boof and everyone's whoa! <laughs> it's it's one of the most badass things you've ever seen. And I'm like, geez, the okay, wow. that's yeah. a that's a fight stopper. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, we've seen this movie. Back away, cool. Yeah, I yeah, know I haven't seen that. Yeah, Joan Wick just caught the chair. Forget <laughs> it.
1: We're all we're all gonna end up on the griddle. Let's not do this. Oh, sorry, I was being pained because you reminded me that I saw the trailer for the new John Wick. Ugh.
0: Well, at least there's a horse in it. So is there another horse? Yeah, that's right. There's a horse. Yeah. I mean, there's horses in the last one, but I don't yeah. think he was on... Was he, he on the, the horses? He rode
1: the horse with the motorcycles. Okay. I don't know if... I think he was on a real horse, but the motorcycles were fake. I think that's how they worked it. Because horses wouldn't, wouldn't do very well in that situation. Also, it's, I would, would possible. So.
0: This, again, is me. I would like to make a John Wick movie. Okay. But it's not... But John Wick is not really in it. He's okay. It's just everyone else in New York City... Yeah who think is something going on <laughs> and like you know there's a and yeah. every day like they go by a person who's like a unhoused person and they give them a little bit of money and yeah. whatnot and then they're like i think that guy just got up and tried to kill that other guy and then they had a sword fight yeah and the, that other my barista yes. just jumped on a motorcycle and just and and <laughs> grabbed a samurai sword and just went over and they're like something's going on no i don't think anything's going on and yeah it just keeps building up more i thought a guy fall off a roof and like then another guy just picked him up put him in a cart carried him away and uh and said you'll get your revenge one day like okay you ever stayed at that hotel you ever know anyone who stayed at that hotel We should check out that hotel's got no reviews. How does it have no reviews? There's always someone who's like arriving and then putting their hand on the steps and then, like, you've got sanctuary. What do you think that is? A Scientology thing? Yeah. And just going through that. What's New York like with, uh, well, the John Wick stuff's going on? Yeah. Trying to get to the store and all this big car chase is going on.
1: Yeah. Someone like on their phone, like just filming like a bunch of. You know, they don't know they're assassins, but all the assassins are sort of like walking towards where John Wick is. And they're like, what's going on? Like, it's it's like it's, some sort of migration. He a flash mob? It's weird. What's going on? Like, what are all these stylish people? Dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's laughs> what very is very diverse. What is this place where all the tattooed switchboard operators come out? Of? I don't understand. Like, every day this flood of ladies come out with glasses yeah. and tattoos.
0: Then and, someone comes out and says, like, I think they're assassins. What do you mean assassins? <laughs> like, how many? Honestly, how many fucking assassins? Yeah. Would there, in the world, like, do they all make a living? Like, they all, like, make enough uh, money? It's,
1: it's like real estate. There's, like, a few top earners and everyone else.
0: Because, like, John Wick yeah. is the best, right? Like, he's the best at
1: right? Yeah.
0: Okay. And I guess he's got some gold in his basement or whatever, but he lives moderately. And it's like, you've got to live... Does mo- he?
1: That's a pretty nice house.
0: That's a pretty nice house. Yeah, pretty nice car, too. But it's not the richest assassin in the world. House. No,
1: he doesn't know. You're right. He's still... When
0: this organization now is worldwide yeah. and you can see how, like, huge it is. Yeah. So, like, okay, guys. He's who, like a
1: rich YouTuber. Basically, okay. that's how he lives.
0: So, uh, unhoused uh, assassin who's like begging for money every day,
1: okay.
0: but who's also an assassin, mm-hmm. who I guess takes high end assassin jobs. What's he pull in? What's his deal? And then, like, he has to go back to like sleeping on the street? Like, well, where do you keep? Like, I guess you bury your money, but what's your game plan, man? Are you going to retire at one point? <laughs> What do you do you then go out at night and spend the money and then go back to like sleeping on the street? Like what's your deal, mm. assassin who's that guy? Because there's quite a few of you regular types. What's what's how's this all
4: work?
1: Yeah. yeah. It is complicated.
0: It's it's way too complicated a system. It makes assassining it's almost, seem way
1: too profitable. Yeah, it's almost as if the movie is
0: stupid. Like who's hiring That's these people? Weird. Like there has to be then a secret organization of yeah. people who know that this exists, because like where are they getting their money from? Yep. And how many how many people are they killing a day? None of this None of this plays out.
1: It's almost as if building on the original film, it's just got dumber and dumber.
0: The original film, they killed his dog. Now he wants revenge. Mm-hmm. Done. Good. Got it. Okay, but wait. What if? Oh no! <laughs> you fuckers! You've matrixed it. You've matrixed same it. Night where it's like, night. like, let's just see the full world. We don't need to. You had enough, just enough. It's regular. Kind of world, but the regular world isn't what you think it is. What do you mean? Well, there's things are a little different. Oh, okay. What is it? Is it interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. It's going to lead to a big action scene. Ooh, that was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very good. Would you like to know more? Probably not. No. All right. <laughs> so here's how it goes. No,
1: I don't want to see it. There's a hotel, and they they oh, use these no, 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 gold no, no, coins no, no. to buy things. No, no, and, no everyone's But the gold coin can buy you a drink, or also oh, a new no, suit. No, no, no. It's and all... also a limited no, amount of weapons. We don't care. And then I don't give a shit. There's like a group of of ladies who work, and we don't know where they work but they all are on old-fashioned switchboards and they're like plugging in things
0: (laughs) what do you mean like in the matrix where they're all got like plugging things yeah
1: yeah kind of like that and but they're all tattooed with things and then they have they look kind of like you know people who relate the like are gonna go to a lindy hop yeah but you know like
0: what happens when they retire (laughs) do they shoot them what the fuck
1: yeah how they, much do they make they turn them into how gold do they pieces make, do
0: the receptionists yeah. make because they got to be paid a little hush bucks too right mm-hmm. so what's their how did they get hired
1: were they assassins yeah. and why what, are they so sold on this thing they must they must get really good pay because they're really invested in yeah, this yeah no whole one's got operation. an ethical
0: problem with any of and this. no one shit. has an
1: ethical problem and no one and everyone seems to understand what's happening not only an ethical problem with people being murdered but an ethical problem with an organization that treats it, its own employees like absolute garbage and requires mm. them to like cut their finger off, yeah, for no reason at all.
0: Yeah, and then you you want to have like the yakuza just go, hey, that's our thing. <laughs> well, we, you know what we're
1: cutting our fingers off. Hey, quit it! Wait, cut this, off an ear to the don't yakuza. A, don't yakuza be, cut off fingers. I think so. But they don't cut their own fingers off. Like, this is the stupid thing about John Wick World, Wick World as we call it. Okay, is that he has to cut his own finger off in the Wickverse? <laughs> Hmm. Well, i think wick world's better all right it's got the ww well then one.
0: suggest it for the
1: title of the next movie <laughs> wick world that's a, good, that's a good title uh is there
0: a john wikipedia there must be john wick with, with all the with all the wick wikipedia? Uh, info, information wikipedia the... yeah yeah and here's the other thing about those assassins why are none on assignments
1: like all well, the... they could be but there are but, they but there's more money in getting this guy
0: okay because it feels like well that's that's unprofessional if you take the job, you finish the job. Oh, I would
1: think so. Yeah, I agree. with you. But like all, of but them let's face it: in, in the waiting room, their their moral their moral compass is a little uh, screwy. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, the idea of when you take a job, you work a job. Really? One of it is kill you and then go make my, more money over there. Do the police have any idea about this? They're probably in in on the take. Huh. Yeah, because they're remarkably non-existent in the first John Wick film and all the other ones. Like, where are the police in those? Yeah. When well, he's riding a horse to over a bridge with motorcycles chasing him with samurai swords, <laughs> where, where are the police? What's well, New York? Is <laughs> that normal? I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> it's New York.
0: Come on, hey. you don't want a little of that. We ride a horse Move is to on a bridge. We fold the
1: pizzas. It's the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's odd. It's I mean, it's just the sort of thing. Like, and you just feel like this is the fourth film, right? You just feel like by the fourth film, like, where are they going? Like. Like, where can it go? Like, well, how much more nonsensical can I get? Because it is nonsensical. Like, the third movie was just, like, laughable. It had a good knife fight scene in it. And I guess the horse scene was okay. But okay. Here's where I would go with the final film. Here's f- where I would is go. Is the fourth one the final one? I don't fucking know. It's not.
0: Okay. Well, here's where I go with the final one, then.
1: It's kind of like uh, the Fast and Furious movie, except it's all about the money.
0: Right. How how old is Keanu Reeves? He's uh, a little older than me, I think.
1: He's a little older than... Yeah, because again, like... Is uh, he my age?
0: Told the damn story before. of uh, First job he ever got. We, yeah. It was him and me up for the same part. So we must have been like similar ages. So he's got to be like late 50s. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, okay. So, if, listen. You're, movie. you're cruising past 60. Yeah. You're not wanting to do no more John
1: Wick movies. <laughs> you don't want to
0: ride the horse and shoot the gun and do the samurai sword. Yeah, do yeah. the kung fu. So you got to wrap it up at a certain point. Now here's here's the way I think you should go down with the final John Wick movie, okay. and you can take my advice or, or, so this or not. is how you should go down on
1: the final John Wick movie.
0: Yes, sure. However you want to say it. Okay. Um, is this is like uh, okay? You can survive. You can, uh, Mister Wick,
1: <laughs> Mister Wick, Mister okay. Wick. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know we we can make a deal, Mister Wick. You know, whether <laughs> Ian McNaughton or whatever the hell. <laughs> is the Ian, Mc, Ian McNaughton. Shane McSh- McSh- oh, okay. Ian, uh, yeah, yeah. Ian McDonald's. I know who you mean. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember either. Okay. So he says, uh, you know, you can, uh, here's how it goes. Uh, you, you can survive, like, like listen, we're not going to take you down, us. But, but there still is a, a thing, you know, a contract on you for the, the really bad guys. Yeah. Because, you know, there's got to be, like, worse guys than the honorable assassins. Anyway, you've got a hit on your head that's, 75 billion dollars Mr.
1: Wick. <laughs> Don't forget to put your finger to your mouth when you That's say That's
0: right. But, mm-hmm. you know, we will uh forgive you if you, but you can never uh pick up a weapon again. You can never pick up a weapon. So, here's the thing. Mm. So John Wick has to go through uh you know his his thing uh but like as almost like a pacifist, right? So he's got to be really clever in this. Okay. He's got to get the. So badge. he
1: can't punch or kick or fight. No, no, anyone. no, no, no. So no has fights. Got,
0: no, 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 no. But yeah,
1: because yeah. it's
0: so much money. The assassins want to kill each other. Okay. Because like because they want to be the only one who has the money. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So so John Wick's plan mm. is I've got to get them to kill each other. Okay. So I've got to be basically be a pacifist. I can he cannot attack anybody, but he can get them to kill each other. So it's a lot of. You know, hey, I'm over here. Blam, blam, blam. Move. And then shoots the other guy. And then the other guys are shooting the other guys. All right. And so it gets down to where it's like just the two, like him and, and like the one uh, assassin who's yeah. there. Well, now I'm the guy with the gun. And now he's got to be figure a clever way of getting the guy sure. to like step into some electric water or, you know, or he like then climbs out on a ledge mm. and like, all right, come and, come and get me and like runs on the ledge. And then the guy like, slips on the ledge and falls off. So he can't use any weapons because okay. we're so... Basically, you take away the one thing that we know that he can do well. But he
1: can lure people to their he death. He can
0: lure people to their death. That's okay. the thing. And he can get other people to kill other people. Yeah. Uh, but he cannot kill anyone himself. So like he's got to go through it like being really fucking clever. Okay. And I think that's uh,
1: yeah, a fun thing. I got a name for you. What's that? Battle Royale with cheese. boom <laughs> There you are. There you are. Yeah. John Wick. <sighs> Okay, here's enough time has
0: passed that yeah. I'm just going to say this is what they should have done with Ant Man. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, cut the cast by half. Have a story.
0: Have some yeah. less CGI. Less CGI. Yeah, you got to have some stakes. You got to have uh, some conflict. Uh, he 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 has no disagreements with his daughter at all, and the whole thing is about him and his daughter getting distant. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's all that stuff. Yeah, the basics. There's some basics that are in there that are clear. Uh I mean honestly I would have liked to have seen when the whole thing is like he missed all this time with his daughter mm. uh that uh, Kang's thing is like and can give you that time back uh and just like and basically you know uh can reunite him with his daughter but the younger version of his daughter mm. so it's like now the daughter's like oh do you love me or do you love what I used to be and it's that kind of thing of just like, you only loved me when I was this. And now it's like, oof, you know, but <laughs> no, I can have this time that we missed back. And it's like, there's a little bit of, oh, there's some emotional conflict there. But no, here's just a basic thing they should have fucking done. It's like, it starts off with like, he's written a book, and the book is how he saved the world. The book is how he saved the world. And uh, it's a popular book. And the book is clearly in the house of Hank Pym, right? Okay. It's there because they've read the book. Hank says, I read your book. Yeah. The book is in the house. Sure. Things get sucked into the quantum realm. They establish that, hey, when things get sucked into the quantum realm, sometimes they go through time things where, you know, more time passes in a certain area than in other areas. Like time works differently. So, you know, uh, when this goes through, it's five years here, it's 50 years in the quantum realm or whatever. So I would have said one of the books gets sucked in and the book goes to the quantum realm. And now time has passed in the quantum realm, and they have read this book, and this is their Bible. And so they've read about this man, this great man who like saved the world, and he's basically you know their religious figure. Mm. And so when he you know and the whole thing in uh, you know in our world is maybe he's getting too much of an ego, and you know he's bringing up that he saved the world a lot, and then when he goes down to that world they all worship him. He is, you know, uh, you know, they built they built this thing around here. And if you want to be really cheesy about it, you could have uh, you know, Kang be actually pretending to be him. Just like, I'm the second coming of him. This is me. I'm him. And then he shows up. And now you fucked up Kang's world and just like, you know, you know, you're speaking for Jesus, then Jesus shows up and goes, "Hey, what's this? I don't know this guy." I'm like, "Oh, you've ruined my life." And I will we'll get my revenge on you, blah blah blah. But I thought like the thing with the book that's definitely a thing you've set something up and then you never did any payoff with the book mm. the book is the bible it goes into the thing and then they're all worshiping you and that's the thing and then you have a whole bunch of different worlds down there that operate at different times and yeah you can have a lot of fun with that anyway that's the thing should have done something with the with the book okay okay now here's how you fix cocaine bear that's
1: no, fine <laughs> did you see cocaine yeah bear? i
0: did and i liked
1: it i'm surprised it was directed by elizabeth banks
0: and it's uh, Lord and Miller who are the producers oh, okay, on it. Okay, right? okay,
1: okay. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I've she's um, she is what's a the word they say conspicuous by her absence. I feel like maybe she maybe they thought that she was a little self-destructive with her promotion of Charlie's Angels, and I just asked her to kind of tone it down a bit. Oh, okay, Elizabeth.
0: All right. Okay. Don't blame
1: the audience for not coming to see your movie. That's no, never a good thing to do.
0: Was she the director of uh, Charlie's Angels as well? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, which I've not seen, but I heard was not a successful film.
0: It was, film. it was, you know, it wasn't super, good. super fun. <laughs> it, it was, good. you know, what if it wasn't called Charlie's Angels? Yeah, okay, you know, but Charlie's Angels is such a cheese factory, you know, and all and has yeah. been in every incarnation. Yeah, that when you're like, let's really ground it, it's like, mm, I don't know if you <laughs> But watching, um, watching it. Mm. uh it was very uh edgar wright actually to the point where there's like a scene cocaine that's, bear yeah cocaine bear okay yeah there's like one quick cutaway scene that they do it's just a cutaway gag yeah i was like it's a very funny cutaway gag uh. that's just a surreal cutaway gag they were just like that's uh that's an edgar wright cutaway gag mm. and then they have like a death that's like very similar to a death in uh, Shaun of the dead that's like whoa okay interesting and the pacing is uh, not a million miles uh, different uh, either. And uh, yeah. But uh, no, enjoyable. That's yeah. B minus. Solid B minus. Solid B minus. Solid B minus. And... minus. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, good. I wish I could have seen it with more people in the theater because there's some things that you'd go, whoa. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. fun.
1: I like... Uh, people often put down like going to theaters with a lot of people in them. And it can be noisy and sometimes people can be jerks, obviously, but... There's something about seeing a movie in a full theater of people reacting to it. Yeah. You know. That's that makes it kind of special, I think. That's interesting. I, I mentioned going to David's this weekend and so um Quit bragging
0: about that. It's okay? common it's common Great, for you invited to
1: David's. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we get it. I invited You're myself friends over with David. actually. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Um That's good. As usual, I invited myself. But oh, uh good. while there we were we you know, wanted to watch a movie and so I went into his video room and i was looking through the new discs he had and he had clerks 3 and i was like oh well i've seen clerks i saw clerks 2 with david let's watch clerks 3 what the heck so we got about 20 minutes into it and we're both like no no that's that's good this is that's enough, enough yeah. for clerks it's so bad
0: i generally know the plot and i it it is so that's a bad idea i don't want to see it yeah I'm it's good. so bad how wait a second tell me tell me it's so bad again i'll set it's you up. so
1: bad how bad is it? It's so bad that it makes you wonder if Clerks was good. Like you're like,
0: okay. How about how about?
1: I thought I liked Clerks. How about
0: this? Like uh, I'll, I'll be you. Okay. It? Sure. So oh, it's so bad.
1: How bad is it?
0: I was watching it and I went. I shouldn't even be here today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? I left
0: David's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It's just. Uh... So what made it bad? Twenty. Because again, you're twenty minutes in. So yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of spoilers because it's twenty minutes. In. Uh,
1: three, three things. Okay. Uh, bad writing. Bad directing and bad acting. All those things together made it really terrible.
0: Now, is it a lot of focus on the
1: original characters? There are the original characters. Uh, Randall and uh, Dante. Randall and Dante are in the. In are, the movie. And
0: uh, Jay and Silent Bob are still outside.
1: They're outside now. They're. But here's the problem. Again,
0: they're they're also uh, in their fifties now, right? Yeah, they're all. They're fifty year old men. They're all like old. they're they're clearly mid fifty year old men that are now hanging outside of a of a store
1: but vain mid-50 year old men vain enough that they are almost 50 oh they say almost 50 One, of, yeah the randall describes himself as almost 50 at one point jeff anderson i don't know how
0: okay that's people working in a store but i'm yeah. talking to guys they're like if there's just random people like they're, they're drug dealers that are like hanging outside of yeah. a store
1: they're not drug dealers anymore i mean they are drug dealers but they have they have a like a Oh, they have a the cannabis, cannabis store? Cannabis store, yeah, yeah. Ah,
0: okay, is that where the video store used to be? Because mm-hmm. video stores don't exist anymore? Yeah. So that's a cannabis store. Okay. Yeah. All but, right, modern times. But
1: hilariously, they uh, they insist on selling the stuff like it was still illegal. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said too. And Silent Bob is not silent anymore. He talks. Just constantly? Pretty much. Okay. Like, why? he's supposed to be silent. You're, why, why are you wrecking your own character? You wrote it. <laughs> What's going on? And then uh, there's a character. I don't know if he's in the second movie. I, I don't remember now. Oh, Do you know I'll... why
0: I think it is? Oh, sorry. I'm going to be real cynical here.
1: Sure, be cynical.
0: I think it's for this reason. I think when you're kind of an overweight guy, and I say this, you know, listen. Hey, I understand. Uh, but, like, it's funny to see a silent guy who's, like, the big guy yeah. doing stuff, doing shtick. Yeah. But, like, when you're a skinny guy... And you got, like, skinny guy face. Yeah. And you're doing the silent shtick. It's like, unless you're Buster Keaton. Uh, no. you got. And then you got to have a house fall on you. And get on <laughs> a train and, like, do dangerous stunts. Yeah, yeah. But it's not enough to uh, just be... It's it's a different vibe. Now you got two skinny guys. Yeah. That's weird. What are two skinny guys doing?
1: I mean, he's not super... I mean, he's thin in the face. But, you know, there's probably, probably reasons for that that are related to diabetes drugs. But anyway... Um, well, you know, he had a heart attack, and I was yeah, vegan, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you know, like, I mean, it, they're they're old. I mean, that's not that shouldn't like change anything.
0: No, that should be the that should be one of the driving forces mm-hmm. behind the thing is like immediately just yeah. like okay, everybody, settle down. Yeah, we're all in our mid fifties. Why are we still working here? Yeah. What happened? Like, because this is like tragedy that we're all four of us. Fucked up so bad that we're still here, which you could then also use as like yeah. as actors. We're all still here as well, yeah. so we can parallel this if we want to. And just like you know, I've, we've got nowhere else to be, okay. And uh, and you know what? A lot of uh, the the customers have nowhere else to be, and then you just turn to the audience, look at the audience, <laughs> like yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Oh,
4: It's
1: yeah. It, there's a okay. So there's a character. <laughs> And I don't know who this... I don't, I don't remember this character from Clerks 2. I don't know if he's being introduced in this movie. But he's introduced in a way like, I'm supposed to know who he is, but I don't know who he is. What does he do? He is like also works in the store, but he's like a Jesus freak, but a Bitcoin Jesus freak. So he's like a cryptocurrency Jesus freak. Okay. Which, you know, you can laugh at, but it's really not funny in the movie. I like guess... Like, so his
0: name is, uh, if I'm getting this right, Blockchain... Is that what they call him? I think so. I think his name is <laughs> Block. I, I think his, I think his I name that. is Blockchain.
1: Because he goes from so uh, Randall has a heart attack near the beginning of the film after he. Wait ended, a minute. Wait.
0: Sorry. Okay, I just read the first sentence of of the Wikipedia entry on. Okay, this. what does it say? Okay, listen. Hey guys. Yeah. Clerks three came out a while ago. Yeah. Uh, we're again.
1: Uh, if so you're, if you're gonna burn it, burn it because. That'll just make people not want to see it. So yeah, you might
0: want to you might want to jump ahead like no, some, no, no. twenty minutes.
1: Don't don't bother because what are you doing that for? So
0: okay, so Dante in the last yeah. movie, yeah. Rosaria Dawson and him fell in love. Oh yeah, she's and, dead. And, and that's so sneaking. <laughs> so you're you're telling me that they killed off Rosaria Dawson? Well, because she didn't want to be in the movie. I guess that's fine. She could be at home. <laughs> I don't expect no, Rosaria it's, Dawson it's of his to show up at the at the store.
1: Every day to see her husband. Yeah. It, That's okay. It's part of the story. It's part of the story. You know, it's part of his character that he has a sad, sad face when he looks at a picture of her on the cash register.
0: But it's That's like... That's his
1: character development.
0: Okay, so it's...
1: Sad face.
0: She, and she was pregnant at the time? Sad face. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. She was. She was pregnant at the time. I don't, He's I, grieving over the deaths of uh, Becky and their unborn daughter, Grace, who after they were hit by a drunk driver.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Okay, now here's a here's the thing, too. This seems to be, like, really uh, anti-drunk driving, right? Yeah. Uh, look, this it's is a, a fucking... It's more, it's more anti-movie. St- this is stoner comedy to to a degree. It's supposed to like, be. And these folks have driven cars while high.
1: <laughs> like, Here's the thing. Oh, my God. Here's the thing, though. They killed her off? Do you remember... What's what wrong with you? Do you what the what, fuck
0: is wrong with do you? Do you? you
1: remember what the ending was supposed to be of the original Clerks?
0: Yeah of course,
1: it's a terrible, dumb idea. right. But that is still in Kevin Smith, obviously, as that is how you you, and you know
0: what made your career?
1: Not having that idea? I know. Uh, I
0: know. not getting what you wanted.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah. but he got what he wanted. the biggest blessing you had. he got what he wanted. he He killed off a character at the beginning of the film. And so that's part of this the sad face part of character his character. And it's, it's yeah, you know, like I say, it, like you say, it's dumb. It's just part of like the overall like super unpleasant feeling of this movie.
0: Okay. So anyway, listen, everyone. Look, I don't want to ruin Clerks for you if you're going to see this. So, like, honestly, go ahead, twenty minutes, and and here we go. <laughs> so, from what I'm from what I'm getting, yeah. What do you what do you think happens to Dante
1: at the end of the movie? Yeah,
0: he gets killed. Okay. Does he get killed?
1: Like, I if, don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm just I'm just guessing. Like that is this is the last one. That's why he wanted to end the first movie. Yeah, you know this movie is made for you to be a huge fan of of Kevin Smith. You right. go to a place, he talks, you watch the movie, then he comes out and talks again. It's a f- super fan service, you know.
0: Oh, he has a fatal heart attack.
1: He has a fatal heart attack. Randall does or, or Dante? Dante. After Randall had a heart attack at the beginning of the movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't think I mentioned that uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith had a heart attack in real life. Uh, so yeah, he has a heart attack and oh. dies. And then he ends up watching the movie that, because Randall's making a movie. Yeah, yeah. Randall is somehow, is Kevin Smith making this movie? Yeah. And then Randall, oh my God. So, he, so okay, so, but Dante does watch the movie as a spirit with uh, the spirit of Becky is there. And they both go to heaven, I guess. <laughs> and they die, and this, Rebecca's spirit's there. Oh my God, please don't tell me that his daughter's spirit is there too. Oh my gosh, what is going on? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Anyway. You can, oh no. You can probably
1: tell why I turned it off in 20 minutes oh, after 20 minutes. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> are you reading the synopsis? Oh no.
0: No, it's just that. That's just the... It was like the one thing that like, Shay, that made his career. Yeah.
1: It was the... he learned that, that you don't kill your character off at the end of the yeah, movie. No, you don't. Yeah.
0: Because then you... Because people you related... Go? It, it's this thing. It's not killing off your character. Yeah. It's killing off the character that the audience relates to. Mm. they go, oh, that's me. And then yeah. what you decided to do later on was, oh, you know you who liked the movie? Mm. I just killed you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just killed you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. That's not... Okay. All right. So, all right. So, at what... All right. So... Okay, so what happens just in the movie that you saw? So you saw uh, Okay, it, uh, so okay. the
1: movie opens with Dante driving up sad and opening up the the convenience store.
0: Probably in the same car that from the original it's,
1: movie. It's or like yourself, a minivan so. that he's in. Something he's like in a minivan. Right, right. And then but then before the story even opens, Randall shows up and then they put up a you know, we're closed sign, like we're we're open soon. And they go up on the roof and Play they're hockey. playing they're playing hockey but they're all old so they're all like 50-year-old guys who can't really play hockey very well playing hockey on the roof over at top of a convenience store and then people are downstairs gathered waiting for them and they don't know what's going on they're like where are these guys cuz they can they can hear 15 people playing hockey on right. a roof directly over who, their head who have
0: you know been playing hockey on the roof for yeah we
1: assume forever 30 years they have like quick stop uh, yeah. jerseys dante's team
0: yeah and the way physics works i believe yeah. it's a one-story building yeah you could walk like <laughs> half a block and then see what's going on you right you could
1: hear them from below you don't even need to walk away unless you're like you don't believe things exist if you yeah. can't believe and you can't I, see I'm, them. I'm
0: assuming they're swearing
1: uh yeah i guess they. So. and so then like they
0: should be playing yeah they should be playing spike ball mm. or they should be playing something modern or they should be jesus christ they should be playing pickleball to be honest they should be playing something that they could play at like, their
1: age well like something I mean, the, but it's the, it, the movie, the original movie, has them playing hockey I on the roof. Which so is this like, movie what? has to have them playing hockey on the no, roof. No,
0: no, no, no. It has to play. It
1: has to it has... have them playing hockey on the roof. There's no other way around it. It's totally fan service. All right. Nothing to do with story or anything to do with movie making okay. or any kind of good idea of what you should do to advance your characters or anything like that. You just have to have them playing hockey. Right? Okay.
0: I would take that if then... The way that the person dies is they they're playing hockey on the roof. Someone <laughs> checks them and they get knocked off yeah. the roof. And then it's like, yeah, they die that way. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'd be I'd be down with that. And whereas we're we're going like, you know what? After a certain age, it's not irony. a good idea to play hockey on the roof. <laughs> it's definitely not. Okay. All right. So that happens.
1: Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so then uh, he and Randall okay are um they talk pop culture references. They make some pop culture Star Wars blah blah blah. It's Star still Wars Star Wars. Wars. It's still Star Wars. Very Star Wars-y. Is
0: it talking about Star Wars like the modern movies or the old ones? Or one cares about the modern movies and one cares about the old ones. It doesn't count the modern movies. I oh, didn't really get that specific. Very that good. Stuff. Moving on. Then... No Baby Yoda jokes. Okay.
1: Then Blockchain shows up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> with his son.
0: I wonder if block. Oh, is his son Podcast from the Ghostbusters movie?
1: <laughs> his son, Blockchain Jr., oh, BJ... God. My shows God. up and uh, oh, they proudly show off the fact they have they have their crypto crucifixes or whatever like they have these like crucifixes and All like, right. are they anything like cr- Buddy crypto. Christ
0: from uh, from Dogma? Is there some
1: I've never seen reference?
0: Dogma. Oh, it's good. It's oh, worth it. okay. Well, you know what? I, let's I don't not believe let's, you. <laughs> let's not say. Let's not say it's good. But it's 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 actually interesting. It mm. makes the mistake of every character that comes on uh, explains themselves, doesn't show who they are, but just goes. I'm ba 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 and ba 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 and like who's that? That's that. Ba 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 Don't you see? They ba look just do it. Just do it. Just do things. Don't say things. Just do things. But when they do do the things, the things are not the worst. And so there's some okay actors in it.
1: Yeah. All right. So every every scene in this movie the characters speak very archly and it's always shot like face on to the character so they're looking at you right or kind of three-quarter looking at each other okay straight on and then you cut to the other person they're talking to who's sort of looking over the camera at them you know what i mean like it's yeah. always like just like straight 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 there's nothing night there's nothing like clever about it there's nothing there's no like thought put into it it's absolutely like this most boring camera setups okay so they make fun of they make fun of this christian guy uh fine that's fine. I don't care. No,
0: just out of curiosity. But it's so,
1: it's so awkward because their acting is so bad.
0: All right. I'm just going to ask this as a technical yeah. question. Sure. This is seriously... A just, tactical question? No, technical... Oh, technical. Again, it's... No, it's a continuity question. Okay. Do Jay and Silent Bob ever meet blockchain?
1: When you Not saw Not in the part I saw. Okay. I don't think. Just
0: because Jay and Silent Bob were in Dogma... Yeah. And Jay and Silent Bob both know that God exists because they've met God... Okay. Played by Alanis Morissette. Sure. Uh, they've met angels. Yeah. They know they know what's real. Maybe and, they don't
1: remember it. They it, did smoke is, a lot of drugs. Uh,
0: that is possible. <laughs> that is possible. Yeah. But uh, they have, you know, they are prophets. Both of them are actual prophets. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just odd that they would be there and, you know, the, the hyper-Christian character would be there and maybe there wouldn't you notice know, so that like some actual prophets of God that saved the world from you know demons sure uh would not uh okay it doesn't matter please continue i
1: forgot to mention that Jay and sell and Bob have parked themselves out, out in front of the the video store okay uh section of this okay. two two building area okay and uh you know they've uh, got a briefcase because you know you know they're you know their deal Their dealio right and we got a bit of you know kind of how do you describe it slightly slower jason muse acting okay you know because before he was like you know very up because he probably yeah, something, was he probably uh, something he was on was is, <laughs> he, yeah. was probably on he had a
0: coach maybe of some sort yeah okay <laughs> yeah. which is good it's good that he yeah
1: Coachane was the coach's name yeah and so he was very up and very on it i'm
0: just going to interrupt us and, and say sure, at one sure. point uh the fella uh, who's, who's who's the fella who plays uh jay that's uh
1: jason jason muse Mews. jason muse okay. yeah
0: so uh, I'm at uh, uh, Comic-Con with my wife, mm-hmm. and we uh, go to uh, dinner, and we're in a hotel lobby, yeah. and we're uh, having dinner, and then we uh, get into this uh, really intense Star Wars discussion about something. <laughs> and then uh, I was thinking, like, this is a real clerksy discussion. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I looked over, and, and Jason Mewes was like a table over, huh, and he was there, and I was just like that's weird <laughs> that makes me not want to have this discussion anymore and wait, wait, let's talk about anything else classical music
1: um so then uh blockchain and little blockchain, blockchain, blockchain are, and little blockchain or little blockhead or you know they're just made fun of by by uh jeff not jeff by randall Foxworthy. who tell you know was telling like <laughs> He worships Krom from Conan the Barbarian and things of like that, you know. Sure. So more pop culture references, you know, yeah, for you, for your pretty uh, Pretty fresh. And then a woman with <laughs> nice her... Nice fresh Conan reference. A woman with her baby daughter is is uh, buying something and he's... Randall's swearing away and effing and blinding and the lady's like, nice. He's like, oh, you're welcome. You know, just one of those hilarious scenes. And then um, Jay and and Bob, uh, they're standing outside the store and then we realize it's their store because the customer comes out and he's like, aren't you guys going to like... Sell me, you know, some weed or whatever. And they're like, and then they make like this big, like, elaborate thing about like it's hiding and they have to like pass it to him and and like Jay pass it to Jason Muse or is that Bob passes it to Jason Muse and then Muse passes it to the customer and all this stuff like that. And he's like, the guy's like, you guys know it's legal, right? Or whatever. And then they're like, this is how we did it in the 90s. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crickets. crickets. Uh, so enough of that. And then Randall has a heart attack yeah well he's arguing about whatever with with uh and what's weird is they're not they're you know they're not arguing over religion i mean they're arguing over religion when they should be arguing about whether, whether cryptocurrency is real but anyway so then yeah that'd be more interesting yeah it'd me. be
0: interesting or, or, or if nothing else like go go with like uh, you know the parallels between the two. Sure. So if you believe in one, it's easy to believe in the other, and so you got to have faith. And you <laughs> know you
1: it's it's this
0: yeah. There's 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 something there. Yeah. Okay.
1: But not not used. But anyway, so then Randall has a heart attack. Dante calls an ambulance. The ambulance takes him to the hospital. Then, then, oh, then the actress whose brother is a new yorker essayist she was the cat lady on bojack horseman
0: okay amy sedaris amy
1: sedaris plays a doctor okay and
0: i i I like an amy sedaris okay
1: well you won't like her in this okay but she is in this she comes over and she says a few things to to jeff uh, jeff jeff sanderson jeff anderson randall and he um he you know is whatever himself and then he's sarcastic and then I can't remember anyone's name anymore. The uh the actor who's just in Barbarian was he played Mac in the commercials? Justin Long. Justin okay. Long shows up with a very stupid speech impediment of some sort. Okay, I'm trying to think if Justin kind of,
0: Long's been in this world before.
1: Kind of like it with a with a um bowl cut. Okay. And his job is to shave Randall's genital area nice. for the operation. I bet you this yeah, is going to be great. Pretty great. Turns out, Randall's been telling Dante all these years what a massive tool he has and is. Right. But no, he actually has a very no small penis. Oh, my God. What? And so he <laughs> doesn't want to show show it to anyone. Okay. Anyhow, so this goes on.
0: That was a real Kevin Smith thing, too. This goes like on they for wouldn't, he wouldn't take his time. pants off because he was embarrassed okay. of his genitals. Mm. And it was like he was going to die because of that. Yeah, that was a thing in real life.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, just let it go. Boy. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Later on, Amy, Amy Sedaris? Okay. Is that her name? Yeah. Amy Sedaris lets him know that he has a regular-sized penis. That's just fine. For
0: someone from New Jersey. For
1: someone from New Jersey.
0: <laughs> For someone on the turnpike.
1: <laughs> so, um... We
0: call this a Jersey 8.
1: So when, <laughs> when he's in the hospital, uh, Randall realizes that his life has been a waste. Okay. He's spent all his life just, view- like, taking in entertainment, viewing, watching things. Sure. You know, which is apparently, I don't know, it's not such a waste of time. It's kind of enjoyable. But right, anyway. so
0: you want to then turn to the audience and just go, like Suckers. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you idiots. Yeah, And but then he but then he says, but don't worry. Yeah. I'm not your uh, character that you relate yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not the proxy that's here. Da- that's yeah, Dante. that's Dante, yeah, yeah. And as long as, you know, Dante's safe, that yeah. means we love you. Okay, Kendi.
1: <laughs> so then he's like, I'm going to make a movie. I don't care what it takes. I don't care, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna make my own movie, and his movie is gonna be about guess what? His life working in a convenience store. Oh, the stories they have, the stories they can tell. <sighs> right. It was so, at this point.
0: Okay, I'm just gonna say, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say about that is uh, which sort of makes sense in the '90s to do that, right? Mm. It's just like because that's what you do—you make a movie, yeah. But just like, in the year 2020, (laughs) whatever, uh, is is this something you're going to put online? Yeah, I I don't know. Here's the thing. Trying to push it as a TV show? Here's the thing.
1: When this came up in the show, and they were talking about it, David turned to David and said, Can we stop watching this now? (laughs) And David turned to David and said, Yes. Because I feel like that's 20 minutes of my life. I will never get back. Yeah. And we turned it off. And we watched a movie called the the Asphix: the Asphyx, which was pretty good. It was kind of like a Hammer horror movie from 1973, a British movie with uh, the actor Robert Robert. Gosh, can't remember his name now. He played uh, Sherlock Holmes in the Private Life of Sherlock Holmes, a Billy oh, Wilder. Okay, film. all right, yeah, yeah. But it was fine. It was a fun film. That was enjoyable, unlike Clerks, which was really a slog for 20 minutes. I'm gonna say the thing I like. Uh,
0: okay, let's just go through Clerks real quick. Sure. Uh, The original Clerks.
1: That's fine. It's fine. You know, you you tell me, I've only seen it once. I watched it. You know, I watched it on video when it came out. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, But I I question that now. I literally don't. But it was what it was. It was
0: a grounded I don't think it is.
1: I think it was a very bad movie, and I got tricked by it because it was The Times. And I let that happen. And I'm a sucker.
0: But you got to take The Times into account. Like, you can't do a movie that's out of time like that's uh you know not connected with the times
1: right like no i think but whatever you
0: think it's just a bad film
1: probably judging from okay. this clerks three it can't be any good okay i don't All know i haven't seen it for a long okay, time Okay, but
0: i'm gonna say here's the, the clerks thing i like the most yeah was uh was the uh, animated series clerks
1: who had one great joke
0: uh bearers driving car uh the uh, uh the person who's in the transform uh, Optimus Prime and Optimus Prime transforms and then they're d- killed and the blood pours out of Optimus Prime that was
1: pretty good That's okay. All right, what was the best joke? My favorite one was Schindler's List but Flintstones. Oof. And they all have to pick up the, the they have to pick up the car, the, the railroad the car and start walking it. And then the the bird who announces they're, they're going to their death says it's a living. <laughs> it's such a great it's a super dark joke, but it's done so well that it's it is so out of the place. It's really like like really good like Family Guy stuff before Family Guy. Yeah, took that that idea and made it into something because it really was like disconnected gags and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it was just it was a it was it was also it was. Um... A robot chicken before a robot chicken. Yeah, yeah, a robot chicken. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I like, uh, something I did really like was the, the second episode was a flashback episode mm. where they were trapped like in the basement or the fridge or something, and they only had like the first episode of the show to like flash. Yeah, back on, right. so
2: yeah, I yeah, know yeah.
1: yeah. no, it was, it was like, good. It was yeah. probably it was much it was, better. It was like full on
0: fun, yeah. goofy, and I think the thing that and also... it wasn't written by Kevin Smith. Well, that was the thing. It was like <laughs> I don't
1: know. I, I'm not. I'm sure. sure he's part of it, but I think he had some talented people. It that wasn't were on pretentious. It. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and where it gets, sometimes it does get pretentious on your oof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, my favorite, uh, other film okay, is, is dogma just because it was, oh, that's a bunch of big ideas. Mm. All right. Well, you took some big swings. I'm for that. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not coming with you on Tusk. Uh, but, uh, there we go. Do you know the premise of Tusk? Oh yeah. Okay. I, d-
1: I don't know the premise of yoga hosers, but that's another film he did. You
0: sure? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, I feel I feel somewhat almost exploited. His as Canadian, a Canadian, his
1: Canadian horror trilogy. Yeah, just like I don't listen, know what the third one is, but
0: you know, we're uh, we're a culture, not a costume. I don't. <laughs> uh, fun is fun, sure. Uh, you know, I appreciate how much you like Degrassi. Mm. That's all fine and fine. Yeah, uh, and you know, listen. I got I got some goodwill for the guy and I wish him all the best. Uh but Yeah, yeah I have nothing so,
1: against him except that I watched Clerks, Clerks Three. Yeah. And I didn't mind Clerks Two. I thought Clerks Two was fine. Like I didn't I don't remember thinking it was the greatest thing ever, but I don't remember thinking like you Could
0: know, done without all the uh ATM jokes. No. I don't remember that now. That's good. I only remember when You're
1: fine. I only remember one thing from it. where they open the door and there's this burning blaze inside. That's all I remember of that movie now. Yeah.
0: And Rosaria Dawson was uh trying her best, as yeah. she always does in everything. She always like uh goes for it. Like she's always good in everything that she's in. She's really good. she was good in that. And as uh, so you're opening this one with like <sighs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah fuck off and she was in the credits so i guess that's what i because she was a ghost in the later part i don't know fuck off with that or they used like, her image or whatever from,
0: yeah that's just the uh, listen that they i mean he knows about fridging he knows he knows about what is, i don't know what that is okay so um once i don't my, know about fridging oh i, I well, i'm gonna tell you about uh you haven't heard of women in refrigerators
1: no okay very
0: good uh, then I'm going to tell you something today. Sure. Uh, so, okay, once upon a the time there was a Green Lantern story with the uh, Kyle, I think Rainer, Green Lantern. And uh, uh, he had a girlfriend, and the villain uh, took his girlfriend, killed his girlfriend, uh, kind of mashed her up a bit and put her in his fridge. And so Green Lantern came home, opened his fridge, and his girlfriend was in the fridge. And that was Green Lantern's motivation to fight the villain and then, you know, it's like, I'm going to kill you. And then the fight was, uh, but then I'd be as bad as you. No, I'm not going to. And it was, that was this thing. And she was an interesting character. And Gail Simone yeah. wrote an essay called Women in Refrigerators. Okay, And it was about, in comics particularly, how they will kill a female character or maim or take them out. Yeah, like, Oracle. Uh, in Oracle. Kill- yeah, in Killing Joke. You know, to motivate the the male hero, yeah. and and in doing so, you dispose of yeah. a you know viable full female character mm-hmm. to to do this. And it was a big uh, reason com- I
1: don't like Killing Joke.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was called Women in Refrigerators, and she mm. had a long list of it, and the list kept going on. It became yeah, yeah. very viral. <laughs> and anytime someone kills like a female character to motivate the male character, yeah. it get it, it's called fridging.
1: Sure, okay, interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, and he would
1: must know about that. Then yeah, he, he would a
0: hundred percent know about yeah, yeah. that. And so that is a full fucking fridge, <laughs> you know, off the off the top. Yeah, and also, yeah. when you kill off, a, like, I, there's no need
1: yeah. for that. No, because it would have been better if she was going to come to the store. Like, first, the problem with, okay. Be divorced! She like, could do better than you! Isn't? It's fine.
0: Clerk. I would buy that. She left him. Yes, 100% get that.
1: Clerks is a day, right? It's one day. Okay, yeah. I don't know about Clerks 2. Is Clerks 2 one day? I don't. Because this Clerks 3 isn't one day. And that's another problem with it. It should be... They should all be like one day. They all should be like before sunset and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Um, But anyway. Like it should be like she's going to pick him up. She's going to come and get him. Like if you're going to do the death thing, then he should be expecting her to come and he passes away before she does. Then you have something. Mm -hmm. But this killing her off screen at the beginning of the movie and then this having her as a picture on, on a crash register yeah it's it's terrible that's another part of why why the movie's terrible, <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're shaking your head <laughs> it's just
0: it's just such listen, it's your characters you can do what you want with your characters you can do the, yeah, I guess so. but what what like I just trying to think what's, I know the, that, I know what's that's the, true what's but... the mindset yeah again, what's the mindset to what you want the audience to get out of it like yeah. if they like the first movie because I relate to this character, yeah. Uh, and maybe you relate to the story of Kevin Smith as well and go just like, oh, it's nice to see a guy who made a movie and became a success or, you know, d- just did his own thing and did yeah. his own path. That's yeah. great. Okay, well, in this movie, we're going to have a, we're going to see that. Oh, but we've already seen it in real life. So why do we need to see it in this? Yeah, We've seen it. Unless you're doing a parody of that okay and then what are you satirizing yeah what's
1: your point on the satirization and didn't he already what's kind it? of do that with jane silent bob whatever that one because they go to hollywood in that movie yeah don't they?
0: And, th- and there was like an animated sequel to that as well yeah yeah okay yeah we've kind of done yeah that's done and done what's your what's your point mm. what is the point yeah like if the if the thing with the first movie was you know at the end he's getting killed It's like and that's the you know, that's the randomness of life. You shouldn't have even been here and then you die. And you know, and so there you go. Life's sometimes like that. Is life sometimes like that where both of your people have like a heart attack? (laughs) And they both What are you both eating? Are you eating the same thing? Why do you both have the same heart? The
1: doctor does warn him that if he does if he doesn't change his Dante warns Dante that he's the same. He's in the same boat as Randall and if he doesn't change his diet. But You know, like you, you know, you're not really giving him time to like change his diet if you like within a week or whatever. I don't know how long the movie, I don't know how long the the span of the movie is. Like, how many, right? Is it a couple weeks while this film's being made or whatever and he doesn't change? Do you show him eating? Do you show him not being careful? Like, and there's also,
0: and there's also the thing there about like, all right, I know this is a parallel to Kevin Smith himself. Yeah. But Kevin Smith himself got way, way up there. You know, and weight and whatnot, and like went very extreme, and I'm glad things have worked out. Yeah. But like, it's not a similar situation to the way Dante is, Or Randall, yeah. Randall's like, you know, either. And you can be, you can be thin and unhealthy heart wise. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah. uh But like, that's not. They're not. If this isn't a diet thing with both of them, right? Like, it's not. Is it why do they eat the same things? Like what's? I mean, I guess. Do you yes. see them eating? Is that like a thing where you see not, them both the eating the I food ate. from the store? No, when I was watching, like it feels like there should also be a parallel there, where you know, hey, you know, the stuff that we're feeding people here is killing them, <laughs> like literally killing them. It's almost like you want a food ink situation with this. Like that's the way this this goes. It's just like all the things that we're selling in this store are are gonna are killing people of our generation. Maybe that's something. I don't know. But like, no, we're going to make an independent movie. What can we do
1: without being preachy? Yeah, we're going to make, make an independent
0: black and white movie. <laughs> Are you? Okay, what's this mean? Like, yeah. like seriously, anytime I see a script or I'm reading a script, because I am, I let me mention again that I do script sweetenings. But like, when I read a script, it's like, what's this about? Yeah. What's the point of this? Yeah. So what do you think the point of a story where where, where all this happens is about? Yeah. So 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 Randall has been wasting his life. And, In quotation marks. And then he he isn't wasting his life because he's actually made something. And what happened? Hey, well, you don't know what happened to Randall. So that's good. So you should. Yeah. So the point then on that would be you, the audience, should stop just watching things. Yeah. And you should all, all of you, should make things. You should contribute. Yeah. You should uh, uh, do that. That's what you That's...
1: I mean... My hope would be is that Dante plays the main character in the movie, and so he at least has that as a way to remember him. You know that his the performance playing himself or playing you know that. Right. But I, I don't know because I didn't watch, I didn't watch it all because it's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. It's a question. Is there anything but, to?
0: And again, you wouldn't have. They would probably get into this. But like Jay and Silent Bob, yeah, are are somewhat famous. Because there's comic book characters that are based on them okay. that have like had major movies. Sure. With, I but believe- not in
1: that world. In that world. They were they had major movies made in that world? I think so. Wait, where were we What was the at? major movie that they made?
0: Uh, well, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. They were the men out. A-
1: but did they make a movie of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill is like the villain in it. And, uh, but, they're and also-
1: in, but they're in the movie?
0: No, they're not. Okay. okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, Two things. One, the Ben Affleck character, who's a comic book artist, has a successful comic called Blunt Man and Chronic that are based on them. Mm. And that's known that it's based on them. Sure. And so they look just like the characters because they are the characters. And then there's characters in the major movie that look just like them as well. So that should do something to their sales in the store maybe or something. You know, something, maybe? No, are we just <laughs> dropping that? Maybe we're just dropping that. I'm just saying there's a connection to the movie industry. If Randall now wants to get into the movie industry, hey, guess what? The guys at the store next to you had a major, I think two major movies made in this universe about them. Maybe they have some connections to the movie universe huh. uh, and some something like that, but uh, who the hell knows? I just don't know what the movie's about. I don't know what the Dante plot is supposed to be then. Yeah. So this was a guy who uh shouldn't have been in there today. We just saw a random day in their life. Uh okay, that's fine. Next day, uh he takes a risk and he finds love. He finds love. And you know what? Uh even a regular clerk like you can find love, and that's great. You know, and you're gonna have like a life, and you know, because Kevin Smith, regular guy, he found a wife and did as a kid. And he's happy, and that's great. So you can you can have that. No, no, wife and kid are dead.
1: <laughs> fucking. I was dead. just gonna say that, like, fucking isn't it, dead. Like, isn't all it right. weird? Like, he's okay. Kevin Smith had a heart attack, but he survived. He survived. He changed his lifestyle. He lost right. lost weight. Blah blah blah. But in his movie version of this story, he's killing everyone. He's killing his wife and daughter. He's killing him his himself as yeah, Dante. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a weird.
0: Like it's it's not it's. Oh God. It's one of those where, like, you would—or
1: maybe he sees himself as Randall. I don't know. You
0: would want to, like, like take take them aside. Go, H- how's it going?
1: <laughs> you all right? Are you dealing with this? Okay, you, you okay? Survivor Guild. How's are it? How's right?
0: it going? What's going on, yeah. buddy? Uh COVID messed us all up. Are you all right? How's it going, bud? Yeah, we got some yeah, dark thoughts. You all right? Let's talk. It's Let's, okay. Yeah. What's this? Uh, what's this movie about, buddy? It seems like you're killing all your characters off. <laughs> That's interesting. Why are you doing that? And then yeah. we're wrapping up no more of these characters at all, huh? Okay. All right. Sorry about not going to see Yoga Hosers, but, you know,
1: there's <laughs> so much you can do. I live in Canada. I don't need to see movies about and it. And
0: you know the way this movie works, right? Is mm-hmm. that uh, how, how he releases these movies now?
1: Well I, well, I was kind of saying that. Like It's kind of like he travels with them. It's like a traveling show. That's the only way to see it. Yeah. And you go see him. He does a talk. And then you watch the movie. And then he talks about making it after.
0: Then he has yeah. a long uh, Q&A afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it like working with Bruce Willis? Well, not not as funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, time plus comedy equals tragedy. That's what they say. So uh, there you go. Mm. So on and, uh
1: I guess I've only seen movies he's made with Ben Affleck besides Clerks. So I watched Chasing Amy, which I did not like.
0: I like Chasing Amy. I, I don't think I would like it as much now. I think the uh, I like the 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 big long. Uh, a monologue that Ben Affleck had uh, in the rain and now I think I would look at it and go <laughs> but at the time it was like oh okay I haven't seen one of these before on a film yeah. okay. I haven't
1: seen someone denies what someone else is um, yeah. and then I saw the movie where he plays a dad with a daughter and I don't know what happens Jersey Girl maybe is that what it's called could be yeah that sounds right I think I I watched it. It was after
0: uh, Jiggly. Oh, wait, Jersey Girl. Yeah, that's That's the one. That's where we met, I think. Oh, fuck me. That was the one with, uh, oh, God. That's got one of my least liked (laughs) scenes in in any movie ever. What's that? Oh, my gosh. That's one with uh, George Carlin, right? Oh, George Carlin is his dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And so it's like, if I'm getting this right. Is that they were auto workers or something, and the auto workers or whatever—it was some blue collar job—and mm. the whole thing was like the blue collar workers were like, "We're unhappy and things are bad. And we're mad. We're blue collar talk." <laughs> and it's like, uh, and George Carlin is like, "They're gonna, oh they're all gonna," blah. and uh, Ben Affleck has to talk them, talk them down. He has to give him the best speech in the world. And I'm like, oh boy, boy, Kevin Smith has really set himself up here. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got a, a real Frank Capra. Here, here we go. And so Ben Affleck goes up to the podium to talk yeah. to the blue collar workers, and they're all and he's like, "Listen." And he starts to talk, and then it cuts to music, and it's a montage of him talking, what? and you don't hear the speech. <laughs> you don't hear the speech. You just see him waving his hand. You see him giving the big speech, double arms, yeah, yeah. and everyone like is like seeing grumpy, and then they start looking at each other, and then they start nodding. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and, then, mm, and the music swells, and then it ends with them all clapping, and Ben Affleck's yeah, and doing like a Nixon wave, and like off he goes. I was like, that was the best speech I've ever. <laughs> you son of a
3: bitch! You can't
0: fucking do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, he talked him talked them all down with his great great speech that we never saw. It's like, oh my God, this is all you do is write a lot of dialogue. You didn't do that, like God. It was like the greed is good thing, but uh, you know, just yeah, blah 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 blah. Anyway, you know, <laughs> greed and stuff. Blah blah blah. Wow. It was oh, maybe so mad, but I think I uh, Jiggly or whatever came out just before that, and everyone was like, "We don't want Ben Affleck and uh, J Lo doing it nothing together." Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, long story short, uh, when we said move ahead twenty minutes, we were wrong.
1: <laughs> long story short, don't see Clerk Street. Don't see
0: Clerks. Uh, go see Cocaine. Unless
1: there. you're like a madman for Kevin Smith, and that's fine. If that you sure. know, if that's your bag, I you know, I can't you know. And you like to go watch him, and he'll talk about the movie and making it and stuff like that. And it's full of his friends, it's like watching a Fairly Brothers movie where it's like a, all their friends keep showing up in it. It's like ugh, these guys. Um, yeah, not great.
0: Yeah, I'm glad Jason Mewes is still okay.
1: Here's a weird thing. I just want to say this on the show. Put this in put Please this see. in public record. Okay. God damn David Harbor god damn him why what an actor oh there we go i watched we have a ghost
0: <laughs> okay
1: i don't know why it was sure. it was in the Netflix I know why because you know I was i was laying on the couch and i had some chips and I was there like, we go that's exactly what i, I know, was gonna guess i'm gonna watch this movie were you home i was, was at home. tv
0: working yeah that's TV why you watched it
1: so i started watching this movie and, and it's not great it's not great let me just say that right yeah
0: now. But you're home so it's okay
1: but you know and i was kind of like oh i'm gonna turn it off and then i was like oh but that would involve me like moving so I'm not going to so I just watched it and then at the end of the movie I cried because <laughs> David Harbour is such a good actor he's so good and I just and I don't want to give it away but you know it's got to do with like a dad and his daughter so yes he's okay. kind of reaching me where I live uh, and yeah and I just was like watching it and just <laughs> hear it's kind of rolling around <laughs> But I cry very easily, I went and saw the man called Otto last night with Lisa and once again i was i was we- I had you know tears coming out of my eyes at the end of the movie. because it's sad, you know it 's sad and happy and and if a movie's really happy i 'll cry, and if a movie's yeah. really sad I'll cry. <laughs> so yeah. i 'll cry so I guess can 't win you know if you 're going to put like a big emotional happiness into it i'll get 'll choke up i 'm just a big softie whenever I see movies like that with the girls, they will both lean over and look at me to see if i'm crying during the movie Oh, so. i'm a big crier at, yeah yeah you too yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And it's if a, there's if there's a lot of kindness in a movie too. oh man I if got someone's really, really kind yeah yeah you know oh i'm gone forget <laughs> it forget it yeah
1: yeah that's it so sure.
0: uh would that make you see uh, whatever the violent christmas or whatever movie you did
1: Oh, I really wanted to see that movie. I just couldn't see it at Christmas time. Was it called Violent Night? Violent Night, yeah, yeah. I really wanted to see that. And I was hoping it was going to come that to. That seemed Cottonwood. very
0: cocaine bear. That's one of those mm, movies that you're yeah. just like, let's just go. We're just going to see. I go for it. Yeah, I got no justification. And now
1: for this. it's not playing anywhere, and I feel like people are like, "Why would we play that? It's a Christmas movie." And You're like, why? <laughs> I'd like to see it, weirdos. But anyway, I might have to just get it on DVD, I suppose, and Apparently take a chance.
0: he's in uh, the first Suicide Squad movie. I can't think of who he was. Yeah, he's
1: uh He's sitting at a table with. Uh, with amanda palmer was that her name amanda whatever her name is the mean lady oh, okay he's like he's like a amanda waller amanda waller he's like um just some governmental apparatchik is
0: see in the 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 first time that she's explaining the plan or the second
1: time one of those <laughs> one of those yeah yeah you see it's a very small role because they're he would, the
0: worst of the worst he, no they're is, not
1: it's kind of pre-stranger things okay when i when he did this role like the only thing, like the thing, the part that I saw him in that like blew my head up off, off, off of my skull. Wait, does my head blow off my skull? Anyway, it caused my brain yeah, to explain do something. that. Draw that. <laughs> Let me just ugh. schematic. A is inside. B is inside. Anyway,
0: someone. So I remember that was a thing once in uh, in school. Someone said the uh, teacher went okay, and the final line of this thing was you know, and then the cat walked in with its head in its mouth. I'm like Oh, like okay, what were you all picturing? <laughs> how is that? How did that work yeah. in your head? Yeah. Like how did that worked? I got it in my head, but I can't describe it. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, all right,
1: yeah. Uh, was a movie called uh, Walk Among the Tombstones. Was a, okay, yeah. It, did you see the movie? Nope. It was a Liam Neeson. Yeah, film, I was going to say, but it's not one of not one of those old guy, yeah. uh, You know, revenge fantasy films. This is uh this is a very interesting. He's like a private detective, I think, something like that. And he does have like a. Oh, dan
0: stevens is in that
1: too dan stevens is in it too yeah. yes but david harbour plays a psychopath in that movie and he is so chilling in that role so chilling it's really good really well performed it's a. it's a good movie actually it's a good movie
0: he's a big part of uh why uh, stranger things works too
1: for sure yeah yeah yeah
0: that, that's a part that if you went either way too far mm. with the character make him too clownish or too mean yeah you know that uh, i don't like them yeah but it's like it's that balance
1: but it's him believing them that sells the movie make or makes the show work yeah because joy is crazy the kids are are powerless yeah so they need someone who has power on their side and when he like goes no one i think there's something in this you're like yes and he really does play it well and
0: when he's in danger you're like he's in danger yeah yeah okay. he's, he's a good, good actor go bad he's yeah. a good actor good on him
1: so good for yeah. him
0: he'll be appearing soon in thunderbolts so
1: here whatever that is
0: it's a marvel movie oh he's playing the character he played in black widow oh red guardian yeah hmm. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be fun <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of a lot of goofy, I, goofy uh, chances i that.
1: think i mentioned that i was kind of wanting to go see the new shazam film
0: okay because i you thought know, the, dave hmm? i'll tell you this yeah you can only see it if you can name it what's the movie called <laughs> Tell me what the name of the movie
1: Shazam, is. Shazam and the Fury of the Gods? Is something it? of the Gods? Do you think so? I don't know. Do you want to put money on it? <laughs> do you know well, well, I don't
0: then? think you want to see it that much then. <laughs> if you can't name the movie, I don't think you want to see it. I saw what, I saw I what trailer. I would say this about Avatar too. Yeah. Like, so, do you see Avatar? Only well, if you can name it. What's the name of the movie?
1: Avatar. What's it? Uh, wait. What's the movie called? Don't. Don't. Wait. Well, I wait. guess you don't want
0: to see it then.
1: The Something of the Water. Shoot. Oh,
0: no, something of the Water, huh? <laughs> That's Nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the titanic of the water oh yeah, yeah that's
0: what it's called <laughs> i guess you don't want to see
1: it i don't, I don't want it to Feels like it. if you liked a movie you yeah, wanted
0: to see it uh you know what the movie was i said called. i, I kind of you know. was
1: thinking about seeing it
0: okay sure sure sure
1: then i watched a bit of uh black adam at uh, david's as well oh sorry because i said well, we watched one terrible movie we watched a good movie let's just finish off by watching this because we can fury of the gods i was i was right i should have put some money on it folks should've. i just didn't have I didn't, no would've. faith in my brain which is a pretty good brain, actually. Let me just
0: say that and I, I want to hear what you, what you have to say, but I want to hear yeah. what I have to say more. Sure. Um, <laughs> I just like the idea sense. that you've got Shazam, which should be called Captain Marvel, uh, but you got Shazam, yep. and it's like, okay, here comes the second movie. Oh, the second movie is where you got to fight your big villain. Mm. That's your big villain. Here's that's yeah. the way it always works in superhero movies. Sure, sure. All right, so here we go. And what have you set up? We just had a Black Adam movie. Mm. Oh my god! Well, you got The Rock. You got The Rock, you got Black Adam versus Shazam? Yeah. No, no. Here's what we're going to do. Helen Mirren. What do you mean? <laughs> Shazam's going to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is she still in her late 70s? Yeah.
1: No, so, she's older than that. Is she? Is she yeah. in her 80s? She's in her 80s. Okay.
0: I so, think. So maybe, Shazam maybe in her seventies. is going to fight. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Oh, that's that doesn't sound like a good idea. Can we
1: get it, The Rock? Hey, you know what? This is going right back to the origins of superhero comics. What did Spider-Man fight? Did yeah. he did he fight young virile men? No, he, fought, he He battled skinny old guys. Yeah, the Vulture. Yeah, yeah. That's Electro. not wrong. Yeah, Electro, all of them, old. Yeah, Goblin. Roy old. Orbison
0: is. The, is yeah. The, <laughs> Dr. Octopus. <laughs> who yes. knows what Dr. Doom looks like? I don't know. <gasps> I mean, probably... Yeah, you're right. They're all skinny dudes. Yeah. He's a skinny dude. This yeah. all makes sense. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, You've introduced Black Adam. Yeah, The yeah. guy who is completely as polar but opposite. But they didn't introduce
1: him to the Shazam universe. But he's they? got
0: the same suit.
1: He's in a different, he's in a different reality.
0: No, he's not in a different
1: reality. Because yeah. uh, no, there's a Legion same, d- no, same, Justice thingy is same different. Wizard.
0: Same wizard. Same wizard as uh, Shazam. Well, the wizard is called But that wizard
1: is, is interdimensional. Oh, is that how Apparently. Well, because the, the Justice League or whatever they are in the movie is different than... than no, they're in, not. Hawkman and all that stuff?
0: Are you going with my my goofy fan theory that I threw out no, there? No, I have no idea. Because I did. went with a goofy fan theory, but that's not at all mainstream. Uh, no, uh, it's supposed to be the same universe. Amanda Waller's uh, there, just like she...
1: And Amanda Waller's there.
0: Oh, we're doing that, are we? Okay, so <laughs> the kid has uh, all the posters on the wall of uh, Superman, Batman, The Flash, Aquaman... So you know those all exist in the in mm, this world. Sure, I can counter all of this, by the way. Uh, but that's <laughs> just my goofy fanfic. Uh, and then at the end, Superman shows up. Henry Cavill
1: at the end of Black Adam. Yeah. Oh,
0: you said you saw Black Adam. I didn't watch
1: all of it. Oh, for fuck's sake! That's not very good. Why no, would it's I want to see all of it? <laughs> okay, sorry. I just watched part of it because he had, David had to go to work, and so we were just wasting a bit of time. Yeah, before Henry he Cavill left. shows up.
0: Yeah. Okay. Spoilers for for no good fucking
1: reason, but go continue. Apparently lured out of his, (laughs) lured lured out of doing The Witcher. But all right, so uh, so false promises.
0: So you saw you were going to see Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Yeah, then you saw Black Adam,
1: and I kind of went, "Do I want to see Shazam? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Black Adam's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. What's the movie you watch again? What is it about? And who is it for? (laughs) Who is this movie
0: for? Like, who's watching this movie going, yay? Like, you could actually do a... Like, you could actually say, here's a parallel. Because, like, in the Shazam movie, uh, uh, you know, you get introduced to a nerd who likes superheroes. In this case, you get introduced to a nerd who likes superheroes. He's got posters of superheroes on his walls. He's got posters of superheroes on his walls. But this kid, pretty good kid. This kid, kill them all, Black Adam. Like, (laughs) oh, okay. So, you've gone down two different paths... Well, that's interesting. But the kid who
1: has the, the... Oh, I haven't seen the whole movie. So I'm just going to say the kid who has the stuff on his wall, he's not Black Adam, though. No. Oh, okay.
0: No, no, no. But in in Shazam, yeah. uh, Freddie Freeman yeah. is the nerd who likes all the superheroes. Billy yeah, Batson yeah. doesn't like the superheroes. Yeah, but yeah. But Freddie Freeman is the equivalent to the skateboarding kid. Oh, I see. And that's how you know I he's see. cool, because he's
1: skateboarding. Yeah, he skateboards. Yeah.
0: No, I had a theory that the world we were seeing in the Black Adam world was Earth 2, uh, because you never see any images of, like, the uh, the Justice League in the posters, right? They're just the names of them. So, you know, Aquaman could look very different. Mm. You know, all these... And also, it's weird that kids would know who Aquaman is. How well, the hell do you know who Aquaman is? Well, he saved the world from, like, Darkseid. How do you know? <laughs> Aquaman's this obscure guy who's some... People in Iceland sing about and sniff his sweater. Like, wh- who's making posters of this guy? No one knows the Justice League exists. No one knows that. Mm. Th- that's not been a public thing by any means. Yeah. Like, maybe they'd know Flash, maybe uh, they'd know Superman, but like, he'd be creepy. Who's got a Batman poster up? That guy's like a crazy murdering vigilante. Wh- what do you think he's a superhero? He's not. Uh, so, okay, so this is a different world where this is all this. Yeah. Also, it's a world where Amanda Waller is someone who, someone like Hawkman who says, you know, uh, this is something Hawkman does in the movie. is it says to Black Adam, you can't kill, heroes don't kill. Mm. And uh, like, but you're working with Amanda Waller. <laughs> <laughs> she blows people's heads up. She yeah. runs the Suicide Squad. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? This has got to be a different Amanda Waller. And then at the very end of the movie, uh, Henry Cavill shows up, but he's got a different colored outfit. And the Christopher Reeve Superman music is playing, oh, so it's like, yeah. oh, this is a different Superman. Mm. This is all Earth Two. That's yeah. why you got a Justice Society. Some things are the same. Some things are different. But we we never reveal that. That's just my fanfic thing. But in no way is that anything canon. Uh, but yeah, that you've got Shazam, and no one mentions Shazam in this in the Black Adam movie. Even though the kid is such a superhero fan, you don't mention you know that there's a superhero family. That all wear the same outfit as Black Adam. That all seem to have the same powers as Black Adam. And you don't bring this up to Black Adam? You, the uber nerd about superheroes? That makes no sense whatsoever. So, yeah. But yeah. Uh, he's going to fight Helen Mirren. But also Lucy Lou. So, yeah, then, there's that too. We'll see. They're going to wave sticks. They're going to wave sticks at him. Yeah, and, it's going to be and, and, a lot of
1: CGI. Yeah, it's
0: going to wave some sticks. Uh, I'm going to get you Shazam. Uh. The only way I could see draining, that working, though, is interest. if you legitimately make it like old-timey Shazam comics and make it fun and just make it goofball. Oh, that'd be great. Just go for it. Yeah. And don't make it super badass and don't have, like, someone walk into, like, a, a like a, a board meeting and and bite a CEO's face off. Maybe maybe you don't <laughs> do that. Maybe that's not your move in this, in yeah. this movie.
1: I, you know, I was going to say, like, you know, I... I I liked that Shazam film well enough. I thought it had some tonal problems, and that's one of them. But you know, I liked the kind of goofier elements of it, yeah. and I thought that was fun. And yeah, maybe the, hopefully they'll lean into that a bit more
0: and have something th- to do with the the family there, and that all these. other... Well, they will
1: because there are there, there's actors who are playing the the grown up versions of the Shazam, right? Family, so,
0: and I hope hopefully they'll have some personalities mm. and not just. Be like, no, Shazam! You must save them. And they're <laughs> off here, and I've caught all your family. And it's like, all right. See, I hope so, because
1: Adam Brody is one of them. And I like, I like him a lot. Oh, okay. good.
0: Yeah, like half them all have different attitudes towards oh, guys, what Seth, they're doing. Okay, they you see. Oh, was that right? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, also, I, 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 you know, and I want a talking tiger.
1: I would love to have a talk talking tiger, but it has to be Talky Tawny from the old comics.
0: Well, then here's what I got to ask you: Who's the voice
1: for Talky Tawny? Um. Man, if Phil Hartman was still so alive, he'd be perfect. But sure, I would say talkie Tawny, a little older. I would want it to be. Sorry, just trying to think. Everyone <laughs> going through going through voices in my head. Okay. Uh, you know who would be good is that actor. I can't remember his, his name now. Uh, Barry, not his last name is Barry. He's a British actor. Has a deep voice. Matt Barry. Matt Barry. Yeah, I think he'd Matt be good. Barry. I think he. Sure, that would be a great yes. voice, right? He would
0: be. I'm talking Tony. <laughs>
1: Hello. Hello. Yes. Please enjoy my because o- he writes an autobiography. That's what's so great in the in Shazam. Talking Tony. Is, yeah, yeah. Matt he's on a book tour. I
0: originally had Jim Gaffigan, but you're right. Talking Tony. That's absolutely correct. Because uh, he's yeah. got to be
1: big. He's got to be a big big character. Because you know, there's I just love the scenes of him. Like he's wearing like a you know his velvet smoking jacket at his house. His little like you know ranch house yep. kind of place and yep. it's all very oh man if you could just bring that element to it of like the why not
0: well why not marvel indeed? has a raccoon marvel has <laughs> a talking goddamn raccoon it's, but it's not and just we've got that a talking it's, we've got a talking rock
1: man everyone wants to be cool everyone nowadays wants to be cool all the time like they don't want to be square and square can be kind of fun It can be kind of fun to play yeah. off that you know and you know like superman like henry cavill superman should play off of that he's square yeah that's what, I mean, I mean, obviously they did that with the Christopher Reeves one as well, but that's the essence of Superman. He's square. Yeah. And if you try and make him cool, he's going to start twisting people's necks. Yep. That's where cool takes you, folks. Yeah. That's why I'm not cool.
0: Breakneck pace.
1: <laughs> I don't want to break people's
0: necks. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine bear was fun. Okay. I'll, I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see, because it's March... B minus. B-. And you know what? Listen, you and David uh, would enjoy that, watching a little movie and sit down. <laughs> Probably would not turn it off, I'm going to say. <laughs> it wouldn't be a, let's turn this off.
1: Yeah. The film. Yeah. But it's pretty rare that we that we do that. We we watched some not very good movies, but uh, that was... Again, we're not immortal. Execrable. That was execrable. There's times you just got to go, yeah. look. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even a movie that's not great, you know, you can, you can get something out of it. But it's funny, because we were talking about... Um, I guess he found... London Has Fallen? Do you know that series of films? Sure, sure. There's a
0: lot. There's Angel Has Fallen. There's three of
1: them. Angel Has Fallen is the last one. Okay. Um, Olympus Has Fallen is the first one with the White House. And he mentioned that and I said, I said, you know what? I think that's a really good movie. Olympus Has Fallen. For what it is, a dumb action movie, it's a great dumb action movie. I much prefer it to White House Down. I didn't like White House Down. I liked Olympus Has Fallen. That movie takes itself way too seriously. But it's fun. London Has Fallen is also fun, but it's not as fun. I mean, once he... Once you run through the formula, we get it. Yeah. The third one, Angel Has Fallen, really tr- drives it into the ground. But the first one is a lot of fun.
0: I was looking uh, just uh, uh, Mary Marvel for no reason. Um, sorry. Sorry to go back to Captain Marvel for a second. Sure. Uh, and, uh, because I was looking up uh, Shazam. We were talking about Shazam. And uh, unfortunately, the, w- the Wikipedia page for her is terrible. Okay. <laughs> Because it's got like she says, it says uh, she's got the wisdom of Solomon and Hercules and uh, mm-hmm. all this, this mm-hmm. uh, powers of Hercules. Yeah, uh, but it's like she doesn't like they gave her like in the old Fawcett one. She had like uh, female powers. Okay, that sounds like I'm saying something sexist. <laughs> like she's she got could, you know cook. female powers. She could cook, uh, but there was a, there was uh, different gods that they had lined yes. up.
1: Okay, so Diana. Or yeah, whatever.
0: Uh, and yeah, they ran out of uh, female gods with the Zed, and they threw a dude in. Oh. And they never mentioned why. And I was like, that was an interesting story. What's uh, what's their deal? Mm. Why are they in the, the merry uh, Shazam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. up with what's up with that? Yeah. Interesting to see. Anyway, so uh London has fallen is not as good
1: as has fallen. Has fallen. <laughs> uh, have uh, you seen Angel has fallen? Yeah, but I saw them all. Okay. So How's
0: Angel has fallen?
1: It's okay. I mean, they're fine. They're silly action movies, you know? Like when you say to yourself I feel like watching a dumb action movie. I'm going to watch a Gerard Butler movie because there are all the yeah. essence of that. Is
0: it uh, better or worse than White House Down?
1: Oh, I don't like White House Down at all. I, thought, okay. I didn't think that was a good movie.
0: That's uh, Tatum, right? Tatum O'Neill. No, that's right. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Are you thinking of Little Foxes? Are you always confusing yes. Little Foxes? Little with...
1: Jimmy Foxes. Oh, geez. Who plays the president in uh, White House Down and then Chinese, I, can, I can never tell if Jamie Tatum O'Neill.
0: if Jamie Foxx is doing well or not doing well. Queer wise
1: career ways?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Cuz like it's like oh look he well, just he's nominated for an Oscar. Oh, that's great. Mm. But he's hosting this game show. Oh, why? <laughs> oh, but he's doing all the ads in the world. Oh, is he okay? Yeah. Yeah, but he's got this. Oh, well no, he seems to be doing fine then.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, how is he? Is he doing okay? He seems to have good taste in like movies he picks most Sure. There's that one with what's it called with um, Tom Cruise, where Tom Cruise is like a killer and he's driving around in a cab. Okay, that's a Michael Mann film. Collateral. Collateral. There you go. That's a that's a a pretty good movie. Good pull, Ian. Good job. Nice job. Uh, You know, I didn't really think it was a great movie, but Django Unchained. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a good part. Um, Ray, I guess. Yeah. Okay.
0: Did he win an Oscar for that?
1: I don't know if he won an Oscar for it, but he should have. He played a blind person.
0: Yeah. So he wasn't even able to read the script.
1: (laughs) He's a real method actor. Yeah. He kept his eyes closed the whole time.
0: Yeah, he won the Academy Award, he also won a BAFTA, Screen Actors Guild mm-hmm. Award, Critics Choice Award, yeah. Golden Globe Award. Yeah. Didn't win the MTV Award. <laughs> Loser. For best kiss. So, tough luck. Huh? And, you know, again, uh, it's uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But Redeemed in uh, No Way Home, so it's fine. Fix fix all that up. <laughs> yes. I think yeah. that's the problem with the uh, most recent like Marvel movies to me. Is like something like a No Way Home was was better than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Like good natured, more
1: generous. With I might things. have I might have cried at the end. Sure, I might have cried a couple times in that movie.
0: Sure, you know. And uh, it took some big chances. Yep. It was like, hey, you remember this movie from a million years ago, right? No, what? <laughs> why would I know that? Well, we're gonna throw a lot of details from that movie into this, and it's gonna really drive this okay
2: and, i would know. say
1: that the middle movies of the of what you're talking about are, are, more, are more obscure than the uh which ones the older movies oh you're talking about like the spider-man movies the
0: yeah i just wonder the sam like, Raimi
1: directed ones if, i like would say young... those movies are are more or more better are better known more, than, be- more better more better known than the uh than the the uh uh andrew garfield ones
4: yeah
0: maybe yeah but it just it was such a generous film, mm. you know, and just gave you such depth. And also, when you're also coming off, of, I know it's an animated one, but like into the Spider Verse, mm. where it's like, oof, the really, you really, yeah. There's that's such a rich world, and all the characters are really interesting, and so much to it. And like, then you you get you know your your uh, your uh, Black Panthers and your Eternals and whatnot, and you're like, it's technically there, everything's technically <laughs> there, but like more. You know, listen. We're like well into this. You got to do more. You can't just do enough. And there's a bit of me that's like, there was COVID. You do what you can. You got to cut some slack. But no, you got more. You need more. Look at look at your other movies. They were like, all, they were surprisingly better than they should have been. You got to keep doing that. Otherwise, you become DC. And, uh, <laughs> that way lies sadness.
1: Well, dude. I mean, yes and no. I mean, they've had some successes.
0: Mo- the in, in modern times, DC. Oh, DC. Okay, yeah. like uh, what's what's like? I know they had the Batman movie, the Robert Pattinson one. That People was, like that uh, a lot. I, People like Joker. That was a very different. People movie.
1: like Joker a lot. Yeah, it was a very successful film. Yeah, I know you didn't like it, but I It was very popular. So yes, say, yes, it was. So I'd say yes, they, it, yes, that was it. <laughs> um, su- uh, the Suicide Squad was a yes, was a very good film. I don't know if it was a popular movie, but it was a success critically. Yes. And that one
0: i thought had a good uh, good nature to it good mm-hmm. vibes yeah.
1: uh oh, that's all sorts of mean stuff and, it it, was but... ge-
0: and generous and and again it, that was a generous movie too. that was like we're gonna we're gonna give you a trailer that won't spoil a lot of shit yeah for you but uh you know so when you get in you're gonna get a nice full movie you're yeah. not gonna be like I'm just waiting for that scene <laughs> yeah i know it's a showdown between those two i saw it in the freaking trailer yeah yeah i saw it it's fine uh but no it was like it felt like it was treating you like you were smart and what have you whereas you know my issues with the joker or joker it's just called joker
1: yeah i
0: know if you really care about the movie then you know it's just joker it's not that joker i know
1: i i enjoyed it but i know mm-hmm. you didn't like it very much yeah i saw some images from the i guess they're making a new one yep musical That's like is it a musical yeah it's a musical okay i i like that better now i'm on board yeah because when i saw when i saw they're making another one i was like they don't need any more of that movie but now that you tell me it's a musical, yeah. <laughs> that's all right.
0: Yeah. They fight talking Tawny. Oh,
1: that's even better. Yep. I'm all in though. Is it really a musical? You're, you're joking? It's really
0: a musical, yes.
1: That's so great. Wow. I think it'd be hard to get... <laughs> you're, you're laughing because you're joking, right? No, it's a musical! Okay. Because I think it'd be hard... <laughs> I just think it'd be hard to get Joaquin Phoenix to agree to do a sequel. Unless you present, present him with something that's really different. And that's really different.
0: And you know who's the co-star, right?
1: With him is Lady Gaga. I yeah. guess that's why it's a musical. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw an image of them, and I was kind of like, "Oh, all right. Well, is that what they're doing?" Okay.
0: Yeah, she's playing Harley Quinn.
1: Yeah, And that's my reaction to it. Was like that. Uh, but now that you told me it's musical, now my reaction is, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> now I'm curious. Like, is it also directed by Todd? I believe so. Phillips yeah, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think so.
0: And it's yeah, it's all from Harley Quinn's perspective.
1: Okay, I'm really I'm done with this movie. Ah, sounds really interesting.
0: It might be. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing that kind of, for me, like I do like a musical, but the, the thing that uh, I, I would find more interesting, because my problem with Joker was they had it every way, which was, there was nothing, there was nothing grounded to it. And it could have been anything, 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 anything. And I think you need something to hang on to, and then you can do twists and turns and go from it. But I didn't feel that there was any stable base to it at all. And uh, and so you know, doing a sequel, it's just like, well, we're again like no base, anything. It's all just, it's all just told to make them up, what have you. But like, oh, okay, we're getting it from another perspective. All right, that's okay. All right, let's see, let's see what we're doing there. Hmm. That makes some sense.
4: All
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. No, it sounds really interesting. I'm and I mean I've said this before, and this is and you'll say what, it again. Yeah, I'll say it right now is which is that you know one thing I <laughs> do like about what DC has been doing and i'm kind of hoping it doesn't disappear under under james gunn is that they just kind of give a movie project to directors and just kind of let them have their head you know and just kind of you can make a joker movie like this you can make a batman movie like this you can make a shazam movie like this and and they're not all the same Mm -hmm. we're not going to insist that they fit some sort of template or some sort of long-range plan where a movie just feels like one tread on a stairway up you know, and so when you watch it it's it's there's nothing satisfying about it because it doesn't really end, doesn't begin or end. it just starts and finishes, or mm-hmm. you know like it doesn't but it doesn't have like any kind of story arc or satisfying you know and there's no sense of peril there's, you know what I mean like all those movies like like all the marvel movies to me feel like like that like there's no they all feel like just a step on a way to something else, and you know they're not inherently interesting. And then I also like, feel say, like
0: Guardians of the Galaxy Two. What's that a step on the way to?
1: Well, those ones kind of exist outside of that. I, I think James Gunn kind of made his own thing out of those, you know. So they kind of get shoehorned into the other, but they didn't, it never feels like they fit very well into Endgame or or the others or um, the movie for that one, whatever it was called. You know, they just kind of they just kind of like here they're part they're part of it. We, even though, even though so? one of the characters
0: was the daughter of the main villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And that was the best part of, of, that, of, of the, uh, whatever that first movie was called, the first one for Endgame. Uh, yeah, Infinity uh, War. Infinity War. Yeah. White was a better movie. But, but I think that they kind of got poisoned by the success of Endgame and kind of think like, I guess everyone just wants like a bunch of stuff on the screen, like a bunch of people running out of places and running towards other people. Mm-hmm. And, and you're kind of like, well, it works in that movie because it's, you know, it's like the, the climax. Then that makes sense. But to have every movie have this big noisy thing it just kind of
0: but no way home didn't have that it was, no it's great it's like let's all go to the it's statue just, of liberty and just smack a, each other around a bit sony movie ah it's, it's sony
3: movie.
1: <laughs> all right. i mean it really it just, they just they do have a different feeling than the other uh, yeah but i think when you watch me like ant-man or thor or all those movies it is it's is kind of inherently unsatisfying because there's no
0: you didn't think ragnarok was satisfying
1: it's okay i enjoyed it as a comedy but i don't feel like it was like and whatever Ragnar- whatever ragnarok was it certainly didn't work for me in love and thunder no
0: that was there's problems with that but like in, I, I don't know if i don't know if it's a st- i'm trying to think of like if i could call ragnarok a stepping point cuz i don't know what it would be stepping from and, and into like what's what was it setting up or yeah. what was it paying off like it was just it was a story of you know but, but uh it, it was like you know loki's sure you know getting his act together yeah, it starts and, and 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 a kind of buddy buddy comedy between Hulk and uh, yeah and Thor as well.
4: Yeah,
1: which is not really resolved, and then and then and then they just end up on spaceships floating in space at the end of the movie because they're going to be in they're going to be in Infinity Wars. And well, I mean, so it someone's going to come and kill them. It
0: depends. All. It depends if you yeah if you if you go with the bonus scene, yeah. But if you go with the other way, it's just like okay, so Thor ends up taking responsibility and becoming king. And, and Loki gets his shit together and he has his arc and now Thor is king and realizes that, you know, the things he thought were important, weren't important. Asgard's a people, not a place. And yeah, then unfortunately it gets like <laughs> fucked up in the next thing because, you know, throw that all away. Yeah. And, well, and that's what, you know, blow that, it all up. so really
1: it is just a step to the next, that next uh, sequence and, uh, but as, you know. it, but I think it holds as its own film. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't mind that film at all. I thought it was good, but. Uh...
0: Nice big wolf. It's good stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't remember all of that stuff, but.
0: It was a giant wolf. Okay. You don't forget a giant wolf. In I didn't a movie, really enjoy
1: I didn't like the end of that movie very much. You didn't like the giant wolf? The fight sequence and stuff okay. at the end, I didn't think it was great. But...
0: You didn't like uh, Bruce Banner jumping out of a ship and hitting the bridge
1: clunk? Like he, he doesn't change it into the. Yeah. And just like. How did he survive? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Okay. There's a good nerdy questions, to be asked. That's fine. <laughs> but i mean I'm sure that was i'm sure i laughed when i saw it i just I, I don't know i just find like big fight sequences like that are kind of inherently unsatisfying because there's just so much going on that it's sort of yeah it's too amorphous for you to be like i mean like you that's know it's not re- grounded enough yeah, yeah. you got
0: to have like personal stakes you got to have yeah you got to make it uh that's why it always ends with like you know one-on-one personal thing and yeah then you can't ever have like the strongest person winning they got to <laughs> They got to lose because the person has to lose because of, you know, yeah. a character flaw and what have you. Something I didn't realize was that um, the co-writer on the first two Ant-Man movies was Paul Rudd.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Huh. Like Adam McKay. They put uh, stuff together there. They were coming off of uh, Edgar Wright's uh, script when, it you know, uh, when Edgar Wright was like Okay. Go. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that was something that was missing for me from the most recent Ant-Man movie was that kind of groundedness there. And yeah, it did kind of, to me, that one was, here's the thing, 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 here's the <laughs> yeah, thing there's the thing, there's the thing, there's the thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. But yeah. Like,
1: half, just, half the cast would have been better.
0: Settle, settle down. Yeah. Like, bring exactly. it
1: all in. Quit into, like, like having Bill Murray show up, then he's gone. Yeah. You know, oh, here's an interesting character. Oh, he's gone. And then having um a guy from The Good Place show up. Oh, here's an interesting character. This is fun. Like, uh, an unwilling telepath, you know, like.
0: Yeah. He's grossed out by what you're
1: thinking. He, no, he's gone. Yeah, oh, here's a super strong lady. Oh, she's interesting. She's like super strong and the actress playing her is obviously like a big yep. big uh buff lady. This is going to be cool. Nope. Hardly in the movie at all. Like this just...
0: Well, then I guess the world must be interesting cuz uh no, it's just <laughs> kind of generic wacky world. Yeah, it's kind like, of Like all
1: right. Things floating around and
0: Like I I've already like when I'm seeing a bunch of alieny characters, I've seen that again in Guardians of the Galaxy. I've I've I you know, in that case we're in a giant skull of an alien, mm. and they've set up a yeah. civilization inside. That's really interesting. Yeah. And everything's grounded, and they've yeah. got all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been through this before. How about this? Eh, it's all right. It's just kind of wacky <laughs> world. And it's like, but listen, time moves differently at certain points. Oh, how's that going to affect things? Eh, it really won't. Oh, okay. Uh, what's the deal with the villain? Oh, he's a master of time. Oh, geez. Okay. So he's going to use time a lot in this, huh? Mm, no, master, he's, Is
1: he master of time? I thought he's master of, in, like, he can move through realities
0: oh is that right yeah it's like the whole thing okay because in the comics he's a time traveler but like when he's he's saying to um you know uh uh, ant-man you know here's the thing i can give you back is time i'll give you some time and i guess he's just saying that as like i'll i'll give you time like it sounds like he controls time in Mm. some way okay uh because again that's his comic character so i assumed that Mm. was what he was uh, okay what his powers were but instead his powers are i'm telepathic until i'm not I can just wave my hand. I'll slap you against a wall, and, and then uh, no, I can't do that later on. <laughs> that would have been a good thing to
1: use. Oh well,
0: uh, I ran out of juice. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to spoil any Ant Man stuff.
1: Well, and you know, it's our jobs. Sure, it's our job to spoil.
0: But you know what? It's also our job to entertain. And so, <laughs> I'm gonna throw over to you. Oh, uh, you know how you were talking earlier about uh, enjoying. Listening to the SD cards of the old uh, Sneaky Dragon listening party. Yeah, you know, wouldn't it be nice if there was a, something like that that we could do uh, nowadays? But yeah, let me call you know, Mary. All right, give her a call.
1: <laughs> Don't need to involve be Mary. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> be quiet, Dad. They're, uh, they oh, went, father. They went to see women talking tonight.
0: Oh, I I, I want to see that.
1: Yeah, Lisa didn't want to see it. So what? Let me mean to So say it's not story. all women watching. Let me decide why we went to see. Uh, a man called Otto last night so uh, Mary wrote to us on Monday and said do you guys want to see women talking on Wednesday and uh, of course my response was my normal response emoji person thinking hmm they're doing the kind of like you know because I don't know I don't know what the plans are so so then Lisa wrote and said well we're picking up hay on Wednesday um, but if we have time we'll come so I'll let you know that night so on Wednesday we went and picked up we uh, picked up 50 bales of hay from place so we had to do two trips you know, load it, take it to the other place, and unload it into the barn. And then go back again and do that. And so then we were finished. It was 6.30. The movie was at 7.25 in Chilliwack. So we had to zoom home, get out of our, our hay clothes. And then... Because <laughs> hay gets everywhere. Yeah. In your pockets, in your shoes, in your socks. So in your horse. Into your horse. Well, that's fine. It's a good place for the horse. Although they don't seem to like it very much, because they just poop it right back out. Mm. But... um so then it was suddenly, it was 10 to 7 and the movie was at 7.25 and it's normally about a 35 to 40 minute drive mm, to get yeah. there. So we're getting, it's getting tight. So, and Lisa had already had met, messaged Mary and said, you know, we're, we're on, we're going to be there. So, so our plan was, we'll get some McDonald's on the way home. But we couldn't do that because we didn't have time. So we just zoomed out to Chilliwack and we got to the theater
4: yeah.
1: and we hadn't heard from Mary and I was kind of like, hmm, this is not sounding good. So we got there and before I bought tickets, I phoned and said, Mary answered, she's like, hello. And I said, Hey, what's up? Are you coming to the theater? She's like, oh, you're there? So she missed her, didn't get her message. Oh. So she was still at home. And and I guess she and Eva decided they were going to go tonight oh, to go okay, see the movie anyway. Right. And so I said, so it was just Lisa and I. And I said, well, I guess we'll see women talking. She's like, no, I don't want to see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we went and saw a man called Otto instead.
0: Okay. And did she like that?
1: She thought it was okay. Doesn't like things about grumpy people. Okay. And he's very grumpy at the beginning. He changes through the movie. Yeah. Through, I, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, through osmosis, yes. You, in contact with people who are nice, you develop yeah. niceness. Yeah, you he eats the naceness. their flesh. Well, that's not Very osmosis. Very dark. But okay. Very dark movie. <laughs> it's cannibalism, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened. A cannibal so. Caldano. So, um, yeah, Mary and we will see it. So I'll, I'll write to her and ask what she thought of it. Thanks. Nice. Because it does sound interesting. And uh, yeah, it's Sarah Pauly. So uh,
0: Mary was your co host on the show. She was. And she's not with us, so I'm going to be a poor man's Mary uh, through this. All right. Uh, But you have uh, selected some uh, songs
1: uh, with a theme. Well, I always do. Name your theme. Uh, The theme today was uh, Changes. Okay. And so I chose uh, five songs that all have the title Changes.
0: Oh, okay. And. But not the one you expect. Not the one
1: you expect. So we We won't be hearing that song. Although I do like that song a lot, but it would go into my top five list of songs that I would change the lyrics. Oh, what would you change them to? Uh, so this, in the song, I think David Bowie says, Time can't what is it? Time can change me, but I can't trace time or something like that. But I pref- think it should be, I can't change time.
0: Oh, isn't that what the lyrics are?
1: No, uh, I don't oh, think I so. Yeah. Oh, there's no way of looking it up. Yep, too bad. Wish I, wish I could. <laughs> I wish you I could too. Oh, well. So we're going to start with our first song, everyone. This is uh, Gene and the Darlings. This was a. Uh, they were assigned to the Volt label, which was a subsidiary of Stax Records, and I explained before why record labels have subsidiaries. You, which
0: is short answer. Which short is version.
1: which is that in order to avoid uh, payola scandals, like looking like they're stacking the 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 uh, the the, uh, the, uh, the whatever they call them, the Hot 100 list or whatever, yeah. you know, like uh, record labels would have you know other labels. So say Stax had Volt. You know, so so if if they had a volt artist that was in, and they had some stacks artists, it wouldn't look like they were.
4: Ah, it wouldn't okay, look like they right. were
1: monopolizing, and, and, and there was something fishy going on. It was a way to avoid any kind of questions like that. So, uh, so yeah, so Gene and the Darlings were they were stacks artists. They did sing on stacks. They were back backing. They did backing vocals and stuff like that. And like so many, uh, you know, black singers of that time period, they came out of gospel. They were an Arkansas group. Uh, but this song is called Changes. This came out in... Um, actually, it never came out. It was unissued. That's, that's what's weird about this song. It has a really interesting ending to it that obviously costs a little bit of money. And the song was never issued at the time. It only came out... I only heard it because I bought a CD called We're the Soul Girls, the complete Volt recordings. Uh, and it's... But the... Um, Gene and the Darlings did not record enough songs for one CD, so they combined them with another group that was kind of recorded a few singles for Volt called the, Sh- the Charmels. Okay. And so, but this is Gene and the Darlings with changes from probably recorded 67, 68. But anyway, listen to the end of this song. It's really interesting what they, where they go with it. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I uh-huh. it's weird like it's like a normal kind of uh stack song and then it has like this kind of weird st- string coda, like a orchestrated quota it's really weird but anyway yeah
0: i like I, it was a good uh girl group song yeah you know yeah. it really uh swings and mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah yeah it's yeah nice. it's really good it's one of those songs you're like hey, why was it why wasn't this put out but i guess uh t- t- to be honest uh stacks the record label had some issues in the late 60s and on like the, the, the label had some troubles because of uh difficulties i could go into it listen to the listening party <laughs> listen to the listening party i talk about it all on there i give, give you guys a history of stacks on there and it's it is interesting it is very interesting okay let's move on let's go on for, to another rare one this is fanny who had a really great name before they became fanny what was their name the original name was wild honey okay which i love as a name because they're yeah, yeah, all a girl name. band all girl band but they got they um, went
0: we want to never be able to perform in the
1: uk <laughs> that's right they 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 um yeah they signed to Reprise Records. They were put into the under the control of the producer, um, man I remembered his name yesterday. Now I can't remember his name now. Isn't that silly? <sighs> I'll think about it when we when we're gone. But uh yeah and so he made them change their name to Fanny. Yeah, which they weren't really super happy with. And he also felt like they kind of softened their sound a little too much. But what happened was when the first album came out, which was called Fanny, their their first album, it um was released in Canada. And of course there was a Canadian. Arm of the record label here in canada so reprise records had their own reprise canada and they got the wrong master tapes Mm. and so they released a version of the album that was vastly different than the album that was released in the Mm. states and so this song changes was on the canadian version but was not on the american version i don't think it was ever issued on a on a record of when fanny during their lifetime this is on the box set but we'll say it's from the Canadian version of Fanny that came out in uh, 1970. So, this is Changes. Uh, let's give you a listen, everybody. All right. Yeah, the Millington sisters, June and Jean. Uh, an interesting... There's a movie, uh, a documentary that was put out about them. And it was kind of interesting because I was watching it. And there's like some footage of them like behind the scenes. They shared a house in L.A. And and uh, mostly most of them, they live together there. And there's some footage of them in the house. And you're watching, and you're going like, I'm picking up some real strong lesbian vibes here. Like, this wow. feels really weird. And it was... They were like two of the band members were were lesbians and uh, and it was kind of interesting. So there was sort of a one of them was sisters. Uh, Jean Millington was uh, was gay and then June was not, and they were twin sisters. Okay. And the, I don't know if they're twin. I said they're twin sisters. Now I don't know. I'm that's, that's, scratch that. I said that. I don't know. I can't remember now if they're twins or not. But yeah. So and then the drummer Alice Burr, was was um, also gay. And then. But I was reading this interview with with the keyboardist Nikki Barclay, because I was kind of curious about why like A, why she wasn't in the documentary about Fanny. And so I was reading it and I guess she's just one of those people that are kind of weird. You never read a, like you read an interview with someone and they're like they're like so they have like like such a strong personality that they're almost like a weirdo. Do
4: you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: You know, like they're just so like so like stubborn and like who they are. That almost, it's almost like a character flaw rather yeah. than like something you would admire about them, yeah. gotcha. And she kind of has that to her, you know, and she was talking about how like, like in the 60s, she really hated uh, gay women. Like she was okay with gay men, but she really found it really disgusting, the idea of gay women. So that really made it hard for her to be in the group. Okay. And also they had really different musical taste. And she was, it wasn't until later that I, that I became, I would be more accepting about it. But at that age, I just, it was just so weird to me. And I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was kind of a curious interview. And I can see why she wasn't in the, the movie, the, the documentary, because she's, uh, you know, she would never agree to be in it. She just, the thing, you, know, she's just you, know, you know, you have to tell, you have to be, has to be this way. And I have to have this kind of story and blah, blah, blah. And I, and it has to tell you this and this. And okay, that's fine, Nikki. You know, like, listen, we'll just, we'll just pretend that, you know, that you. We're, we're interested in doing can, it. Uh,
0: just get on the other side of that door for a second and tell us if the lock is working. Yeah, it seems to be. Okay, good. Can I come back in? What's that? Sorry, I can't
3: hear
1: you. Uh, yeah, so she's an interesting woman. She wrote a lot of songs for Fanny, though. Like She was a, ma- a really major part of the band. And uh, it's anything that she's so dismissive of them, it's really curious. Anywho, next song. So um, sometime in the noughties, the okay. uh, kind of, there was kind of like a, a soul revival The Daptone label came out with the Daptones and and Sharon Jones and the Daptones. Sharon
4: Jones and the Daptones. Yeah, that's a good name.
1: Yeah, and they would do these you know soul songs that were like '60s soul. Okay. And Charles Bradley was also kind of became part of this scene, and he was kind of like an old fashioned soul singer and stuff like that. And so, what's fun about this song? And this song was like kind of like a bit of a thing a few years ago. And So I was kind of like hesitating about putting it on, and then I thought, "What the hell? I like it a lot." Because what it is is it's Charles Bradley doing this great soul cover version of Black Sabbath's song "Changes" from their their fourth album, Black Sabbath Volume Four, which is a pretty good album, but not great. And actually, here's the thing about Black Sabbath: I loved them when I was a teenager. I had I had we sold our souls for rock and roll. Their <laughs> double best of album with some of the greatest songs of all time. Fairies wear boots. Come on, am I right or not? up hi everyone up high. no okay anyway um sweet leaf yeah no anyway um so but i listened to it recently i listened to um paranoid or one of their albums and it was boring oh i was like this is boring like what happened to me this is really dull but this song is really great so this is charles bradley uh from his album changes this song is changes this is, i think is from 2012 i think no i'm wrong 2016 all right anyway here we go everyone this is charles bradley changes i
0: understand uh it's technically good it's just not my bag <laughs> I
1: know, I was you one. know
0: that's fine it yeah. hits you right i'm sure that would hit you very deep yeah you know if that's a thing that's for you it's really for you
1: yeah so, yeah so you don't like jazz very much maybe
0: uh i like some i like some brubeck stuff. Oh, okay
1: you like brubeck okay a little bit you told me you didn't like jazz one time
0: yeah shut up <laughs> no i'm just trying to figure I'm out trying your taste you to get me in
1: trouble here what, are you, what
0: are you doing are you jazz busting me what are you no 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 some I'm kind just... of jazz narc what's going on this guy don't like jazz what, what,
1: what, hey. well i kind of think jazz and r&b are of a piece in a way because they're both a slightly different rhythm than we're used to like they're okay. on it if they were they work on a different beat and so if you if you don't if you're not used to that then it can be kind of off-putting sure i think a like it, beat. it really it really like when i started like when i read about how great black music was like soul music and stuff like that uh-huh. and i was like You know, when I was a kid, I grew up here in Vancouver. It wasn't something we were exposed to because we don't have a big black population. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to listen to this music. And I, you know, I heard a little bit about it, but but, but, but a little bit of it through bands who did covers. But they were like white bands doing covers. Right. So and when I first started listening to it, I was kind of like, oh, uh, I'm not sure if I like this. Like some not my bag. But I had to listen to it for a while to get used to the sound of it. And then then I was finally like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I like it. You know, but it wasn't like immediate that I was like oh this is the best thing i ever heard you know i think you know it would be, might be different if you grew up in a in a place that had a larger black population and that was more part of the culture but living here in vancouver in the 70s like you know like that was at a time when when you went to the record store black artists were in a section of the record store for black artists yeah. even prince yeah at his Pop Height was segregated into yeah, a black Jackson artist section. There, yeah. Michael Jackson was there too. Yeah. It just seems so crazy to this me.
0: This is the number one album in the
1: world. Yeah, yeah yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. When I went, and I mean, that was pretty early on. You know, it was probably the, probably the first record I bought by a black artist was uh, 1999. Uh, and when I went to buy it at the record store, I couldn't find it. Is
0: that the year or the
1: album? The album. Okay. No, no. So, yeah, the album, 1999, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. Prince, yeah. Prince, yeah. And when I went to, um, so I'd Heard a bit of them before which that came out before 1999, it sure did, and it even came out before the song, uh, party like it's 1999, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or is that the song on that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, when I went to the record store, I was looking all over for it, and finally I had to ask someone, I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a Prince, the Prince album 1999, which is like you know, Little Red Cravettes, number one, yeah. and and Delirious, the song I really like, is number whatever, and you know, blah blah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's in the Black Artist Section. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a Black Artist Section. All right. All right. Kelly's Records or A and B Sound or whatever I bought it. I think it was A and B Sound. Anywho, Charles Bradley, pretty oh, good, right? One.
0: That's why they're not around anymore. A and B Sound. Sound. <laughs> yes. That's right.
1: All right. Uh, this is uh, a little change of pace here. I thought we'd bring it up to date. No, I guess it's not up to date. This is old. This is this is older than Charles Bradley. <laughs> this is from 1992. This is. Uh, this is Sugar, which was Bob Mold's.
0: This is when you know you're getting into trouble. That's what he was like. And now something modern.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. That's from four years. That's 30 years ago. This is a common part of a listening party. This came out two years after Clerks. This is a common part of listening party. Uh, anyway. Oh, so after. Uh, after uh, Well, Bob Mold, of course, was one of the founders of Husker Dude, the the band that uh, started off as a hardcore group. Their record Lance, their album land speed record. Uh, it's like a reference to the fact of how fast they played. But then they could really like all the great bands, all the great kind of hardcore bands. They got bored of that, and then they moved into something different. So, uh, like uh, Meat Puppets went into like psychedelic country music, okay. and uh, Husker Du went into like uh, kind of like heavy pop. You know, so it's like he- music really played really heavy, lots of really driving guitars, but with a melody to it. And so after Husker Do crashed and burned, as bands do, Bob Moulton started a band called Sugar. And this is from their 1992 album, Copper Blue. This is, of course, Changes. I know it's surprising that it's called Changes, <laughs> but it is. Let's listen to Husker Do. I mean, I'm sorry, Sugar, everyone. <laughs> that's
0: Husker Don't.
1: Husker. <laughs> Whoops. Here we go.
0: That uh, was my favorite of the bunch. Oh, I wow. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. yeah.
1: Yeah. Noisy, but with a melody. Yeah. With melody, which is kind of fun. I, I really do. I like that sound too. It's
0: interesting hearing uh, all these songs and uh, I've got a weird relationship with music and, uh, and uh, finding out what I like. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's good. I'm glad because you know, it's funny. I, um, I, I just, uh, just for the heck of it, I dumped all of my top five songs onto a USB uh, little, whatever they call those things. Stick,
0: yeah a stick stick let's just call it stick
1: and i a thumb drive and i i just you know I, I can put them into i can listen to them on my radio and so i've just been listening to through all the top five over the last couple days and my thought is these are really good i already like these
3: songs
1: <laughs> But anyway i guess because i choose them but uh anyhow I, uh yeah it's funny i met bob mold um because husker do played a concert at the york theater and we interviewed them for generic drivel and it was so funny because you're like, oh, these punk rockers, and they're so they're gonna be so cool, and they're so crazy. And then we meet Bob Mold, and we're like, hi, Bob Mold, and he like shakes our hands, <laughs> like that's not punk rock shaking people's hand. That's...
0: Fine, punch in the throat.
1: Thank you. <laughs> that's better. That's this how it should all be. I, this is all I ask. They were very nice, though, all of them.
0: Well, look, if you're uh, here's the thing,
1: you're a uh, you're
0: you you want to be in a band, you want to be a musician. Yeah. You practice, you do things, and then like some uh, young people come up. And they're like got a music magazine like that they're doing and they're, yeah. they're like kind of DIY music magazine wouldn't you love them
2: <laughs> wouldn't you love so.
0: them wouldn't you be like you're yeah. exactly who we like yeah you know you're not like uh, you know okay stone, stone or whatever but it's just like these are the, this is who we're doing it for this is exactly right this is the aesthetic we this is the everything about you we we love thank you for and you want to talk to us this you came out. For us, we're going to do an article. <laughs> this is exactly what we want. Of course, they'd be happy to see you. I guess. You're their uh, dream.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You
0: could be a little sexier. Right?
1: Could have. <laughs> actually, Uh. anyway. Um.
0: Okay. Then, good.
1: Actually, the drummer was gay as well. Grant Hart.
0: Oh, okay. Well, this all makes sense now.
1: <laughs> the uh, basis was not. Oh. But he did have a fabulous mustache. Now he's a chef.
0: Okay. I hope... Uh... Hope he keeps it under wraps. So he can get the mustache. <laughs> I don't here. know if he
1: still has the fabulous mustache, right. but he did do it in those days. Um, okay, let's go to our final song. This is our fifth song, mm. also called. Can you believe it? It's called Changes. Oh,
0: is this one called Changes? So
1: there's yeah. no change in that. There's no change in that. This is uh, Phil Oakes,
0: Okay.
1: Who we played on the show before, and we were called cool for doing so. So I hope he gets more uh, Ooh, right. more encomiums cool. for this right. this one. Right. This is from his final Elektra album. He did three albums for Electra Records. One's called All the News. It's fit to sing. I think the one's called like I Ain't Marching Anymore. Is that what it's called? And then this one's called Philoxian Concert, which is not entirely true because there were problems with the recordings, uh, okay. the live recordings, So they had to like re-record them in this in the studio and then add uh, audience reaction. <laughs> so I don't know if this is live or just him playing in the in the uh, studio. I'm gonna guess it's in the studio because he does some fancy guitar playing that is not very Philoxian. Okay, he tended to just be like a strumming guy who would sing songs. You know, and all the songs are very like kind of upbeat songs about how bad the american government is and things like that you know at this time he did a major change when he went to AM and records maybe we'll talk about that one day but this is for Lokes, changes from 1966 here we go
5: my side Come as close as the air Share in a memory of gray And wander in my words Dream about the pictures that I play Of
3: changes
5: Green summer turn red in the fall, to brown and to yellow they fade, and then they have to die, trapped within the circle time parade of
3: changes.
5: Scenes of my young years were warm in my visions of shadows that shine, till one day I returned, and found they were the victims of the vines, of changes, the world spinning madly, it drifts in the dark, Swings through a hollow of haze A race around the stars A journey through the universe ablaze With changes Moments of magic will glow in the
3: night.
5: All fears of the forest are gone. But when the morning breaks, they're swept away by golden drops of dawn, of changes. Passions will part. To a strange melody, as fires will sometimes burn cold like petals in the wind, we're puppets to the silver strings of souls of changes. Your tears will be trembling Now we're somewhere else One last cup of wine we will pour And I'll kiss you one more time And leave you on the rolling river shores Of changes so sit by my side, come as close as the air. Share in a memory of gray, wander in my words, dream about the pictures that I play of changes.
1: And we're back.
0: Yeah. No, it sounds like uh, the last song in a James Gunn movie. Okay. Like, this is the tender song. that's like, we're going to pull your heartstrings, right? Okay. Now. It's okay. The kind of song that's going make you cry and make your daughters look over it and go, does Dad cry? That's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. I definitely pointed to his future self. David's going to be moving away from, like, strictly polemical writing Mm-hmm. into something that was more personal, although he still he still did a lot of polemical writing. In, in his late, I don't his know what A&M polemical albums. writing is. What is that? Oh, well, I mean, like, polemics like, you know, talking about political things oh, or, okay. or social right. issues and them having, like, a point of view, you know, like a strong point of view in one particular direction, right? Like, his songs aren't balanced in that way. It becomes more balanced when he uh, moves to A&M and you get out songs like Flower Lady and stuff like that, which, you know, tends to be more balanced in its per- portrayal of... Of 60s culture of that time period but but early on he was very strident and very much you know a, a social activist and he you know phil Oakes was at uh, the 1968 democratic convention he was one of the many people that got their heads cracked open by mm-hmm. the by the police there who and who thought when they went there that they were going to join people who were like-minded they didn't they didn't realize that politics is pretty much the same people yeah. just slightly there's a slight change of labels but you know like you know, it's the Democrats They're not going to be A bunch of war bunch of war hawks and, uh, Oh, they are Okay <laughs> Whoops Oh, well That didn't work out so well It was very disappointing for him He he really went into A deep depression oh, after sorry. that And probably a, a end of life Career slide Kind of thing Just so disappointing to him His next album Is called Rehearsals for Retirement And, uh, you know It's just like <laughs> With a gravestone Under here lies Phil Oaks You know It's no, re- yeah, really okay. like a Alright Really uh, just He kind did of an a... album Called Red Flags and, um, so, <laughs> Yes, okay, yes, fair yes enough. Yeah, but it's a beautiful song, and uh, probably his most like like covered song. Like like Ian and Sylvia covered it, and everyone covered it. Like there's like 150 different cover versions of this of that song. So you know if he's if he's still alive today, which unfortunately he's not, he ended his life uh, in the 70s. Um, if he's still alive today, it certainly would have given him a pretty good living through most of his life. And you know, but unfortunately, yeah, just bad luck and bad medicine. Anyway. Let's not end on a totally sad note, because he did write some very beautiful music and uh, left us with that anyway. Oh, I thought we were gonna thank go, you were going to go, because
0: we got this song. Like I, I have not heard any other songs.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's good. Well, we played James Dean of Indiana by him a, a while ago. All right. On well. one of our Real People uh, mixes, which is a very, also a very nice song. Very so look
0: that song. one up, and there you go. Yep. Uh, th- thank you so much for that. That was a delight. You're welcome. Uh, and by the way, that was
1: Changes Part 1. Oh. We'll have a Part 2 at some other point.
0: Okay. So uh, here's, here's the thing. We, uh, we're, we can't do this without you guys. Uh, and uh, one of the things we can't do is we can't read your letters without you writing them. And you do write them. And then we read them. That's what I do. Call and, to action. Uh, Yeah, we started doing that and we can't break out of it for some reason. <laughs> uh, so let's see if, uh, you're, if you stick around for the whole thing on this. Uh, so last week we asked, what's a movie trope that bugs you? And also, who's your favorite TV detective growing up? Those are, those are two questions we asked and we got some responses and I'm going to read them out loud right now and we'll see what happens and see if my voice can keep talking. (laughs) Matthew Sanborn, Sanborn Smith says, my least favorite movie trope is the superhero three point landing. Oh, okay. It bothers me that movie makers uh, think this is still cool and interesting now that we've seen it at least uh, four dozen times. Uh, They, they, it's like they want to call attention to their lack of creativity. And Remington Steele and Laura Holt were my favorite TV detectives growing up, in my teenage years anyway. Yeah, I like them too. Yeah, I like their chemistry. I like the con artist aspect. I like the twists. And I liked, uh they didn't tell you who committed the crime at the beginning of the episode. It actually made me want to become a private investigator. But later, I learned the reality of the job was a lot more boring. I went to a mild depression when the show finished.
1: <laughs> That's too bad. But he did go on to play James Bond. Was that, was that not a... Uh it's different I guess it's different uh,
0: Edward, I've got a I've got a pilot that I'm sort of writing right now that uh, has elements to that of uh, that show in it but it's uh, different uh, <laughs> Edward Dragansky writes back to Mr. Smith Matthew did you catch the scene in Black Widow about the three point landing Florence Pugh pokes fun at Scarlett Johansson about it and whether she uh, owns the move or not there <laughs> we go yes that was what I thought about too when you mentioned that they make a little reference but also uh, Deadpool Does do a joke about that in Deadpool 2. Superhero landing. (laughs) Now, you mentioned
1: Lisa Williamson. I did mention Lisa Williamson, my fellow host of a little show we like to call Horse Mysteries, which we will be returning soon. Lisa's working on the new season as we speak.
0: Right. Uh, And uh, uh, she also does not want to see women talking, but she is a woman talking. (laughs) And now I'm going to talk for her as a man talking, saying the words of this woman very uh good. so here's how that will go uh after our uh busy birthday week weekend that we talked about that mm-hmm. last time of your birthday was busy, uh, busy. uh we had the opposite this weekend a very unseasonably late large snowfall warning resulted in the cancellation of three things i had scheduled for the weekend including a horse show on sunday mm. because snow kills horses it falls on the horses and they just dissolve we don't know why that happens but that's what happens, sure, They're like uh the witch in the Wizard of Oz
1: also also freezes the the ground, and the horses have to go <laughs> oh okay,
0: fair enough, <laughs> which meant that I ended up at church instead. Uh, I just got there in time to hear Dave do a reading. Well, that's nice. Mm. I believe it was genesis uh two fifteen to seventeen uh three Might one have been. one to seven
1: it was when Eve eats of the apple
0: and goes, eh, I like a pear, like, <laughs> a pear what? Uh, yeah. A paradise lost. Get out of here, you. <laughs> that was the first knock knock joke, which I believe was uh, something to do with roller skating. Ah, I'm sorry I interrupted that. That was a good, uh, good joke, please. Uh, anyway, moving on. Ian had asked about our horses' names. I did. And here's the story. As Dave says, many horses are named with the intention that it's a nod to their lineage somehow. Our pony, Harris's full name, is Devon Ridge Harris Hawk. Devon Ridge is the name. It's Devon. Devon? The- yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Devon Ridge is the name of the farm up on, up in Alberta where his mom came from and his dad was standing for a couple of years. His owner, uh, when he was just born, had just bought Harris's mom, Holly, from uh, Devon Ridge Farm. So for some reason, she asked if she could use the farm's prefix uh, for Harris's name, which is not the normal thing to do. I believe her own farm is called Birdsong, so all of Harris's younger siblings have that as their prefix, uh, or prefix, whatever you want to say, or first part of their name. And I think uh, she names all of her ponies after birds, hence Harris Hawk. Harris's dad was called Fairy Hill Hawk, so I guess that's why she went with that type of hawk for his name. Archie was named by his previous owner, a girl who had him for a couple of years. I think she named Archie because he's a redhead, (laughs) Chestnut. His original name from birth to two was Bracken, as his uh, registered name is Penny's Bracken. Thoroughbreds didn't need to do the prefix uh, farm name thing that most other horse breeds do. Archie's mom's name was Penny's something or other. And yes, I agree. Archie's registered name is a bad name. <laughs> we, didn't. we did uh, have another horse in the past whose name was Stop Inflation. So Archie's name is officially not the worst horse name in the history of horse names which is some consolation for me. And that horse (laughs) did not stop inflation. For detectives, I really liked Columbo, but I also liked Scooby-Doo. He was a dog detective, right? Yeah, he detected things, yeah. Yeah, Reluctantly. (laughs) He was more often than not bait.
1: (laughs) For some incredibly powerful old men.
0: Nettie Tabo uh, writes, I love the dung beetle jokes and the bonus ones at the very end.
1: Nice. Glad you uh, enjoyed that.
0: I was just really worried again when we were doing them that we we're going to upset Louise. But anyway, well, Louise. The next letter is from Louise.
1: Louise is like the living example of level-headed. I can't see her like being mad about something like that or even being upset about it. No,
0: I don't think she'd write about it. Anyway, no.
1: Thanks a lot, Ed. Says Louise. Oh,
0: for thanking, uh, kicking off last episode's descent into potty humor. <laughs> that said, octopus's garden oh. and Lucy in the sky with dung mounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the movie and TV trope that really bugs me much like a dung beetle rolling and re-rolling its ball of excrement is exhuming the tragic white female icon again trope here is the let them rest in peace top five (laughs) number five Judy Garland Mm, number four Marie Antoinette number three Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy Onassis number two Princess Diana Mm. and number one Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Leave Goodbye, Norma Jean.
1: Although I do have my movie about her Playboy shoot. All That's right. joking. I don't know. No movie.
0: My sister and I watch many and uh, as many Oscar-nominated movies as we can. But when the lead of uh, Blonde was nominated, we said no thanks. <laughs> we have nothing against Anna de Armas and the role, but it annoys me that an industry uh, just can't seem to resist resurrecting Marilyn, much like a villain in a horror movie franchise. And I like Columbo too. But my next favorite movie, uh, Mystery Detective, was uh, Banachek.
1: Mm, yeah, he was the, good. George Pippard.
0: The, yeah, the the uh, Thomas Crown-like private dete- private eye mm. who specialized in big-ticket item theft, art, coins, racehorses, and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Pre-teen me liked that he was rich, arrogant, and always quoted Polish proverbs.
1: Proudly Polish. That was an interesting part of his character, yeah.
0: Later, uh, I was a fan of the original Thomas Magnum. Although he uh, appeared to be an easygoing... Is there a new Thomas Magnum? Yes, there is. Oh. Uh, Although, and there's a new MacGyver. Although he appeared to be an easygoing hanger-on, living on a rich guy's estate, he was actually a former Navy SEAL. He uh, rehabilitated the image of the Vietnam War vet, who up till then was often stereotyped in film and TV as damaged, drug-addicted, or psychotic. Let me ask you this, Louise. How did he come back from the dead? Because I remember that. He died. He went around as a ghost... He made his peace with everything. He, like, turned around, started walking up to heaven on some clouds. (laughs) Next season, he's back. (laughs) What happened? Do you remember that? I didn't just dream that. Right, Louise? Okay. Uh, My favorite Canadian investigator was Constable uh, Benton Fraser from Due South. Oh, yeah. Uh, The spirit of his dad was played by Gordon Pinsent, Mm. who passed away this week. He was the voice of Babar on an animated series I worked on. And he sang a song I wrote uh, lyrics uh, for called My Savannah Sweetheart. <laughs> I saw him live on stage as Prospero in The Tempest. So he was a performer with a lot of rain. Yes. And uh, I had totally forgotten that uh, I know his son. Gordon Binsen's son? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Gordon uh, oh. Binsen's uh, huh. children. Uh, who's, a, who's a stand-up comedian. Um, live well
1: in Prospero.
0: Ah, uh, there you go. Well done, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Edward Dragansky writes, You're welcome, Louise. It's not a party without a potty joke or two or three or four. I came up with uh, that the last minute as I was answering the question. I'm honored to have inspired such a funny segment of the podcast. One more! While my bottom gently weeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to do the podcast anymore. We're good. All over. How are we judging Kevin Smith? <laughs>
1: How dare we? We It's true after last week.
0: We are throwing rocks, (laughs) glasses. No, we were. were, You wouldn't believe it. Get your act together. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Edward Drogansky writes As a fellow cat daddy, my heart goes out to Cohen and family. Thank you so much. Uh, Two of my cats struggled with kidney issues, and you're right. It's almost unavoidable. In felines, uh, in felines. My trusted veterinarian of 16 years told me the very same thing. My older female, uh, Mina Harker, had kidney problems and it took her uh, quickly four years ago. My male, Mr. Jinx, who was much sturdier, bounced back and went another six years until his age and failing kidneys caught up with him this past June. The brave little ones are tougher than we think, but they depend on us to help them along when we need to, and it is never, e- no, nope, it really, it really never is, uh, just an update on him, he's uh, he's eating, we're doing um, lots of walks outside this morning, it was actually really nice uh, this morning, uh, we, I took him out front, front porch, and uh, he noticed the sunbeam, and I went like, you know what, he'd really like some sunbeams, so I went went out back with him, and uh, I think he might be uh, losing his vision. He may be, that I, I'm getting I'm getting hints of that. Mm. But he uh, but he felt uh, he definitely felt the sun. And uh, and it was it was interesting seeing him like just start to relax in a sunbeam. And again, there's these moments where he's like really himself. And I always know that he is relaxed and happy when he crosses his front palms <laughs> or, or paws. <laughs> yeah, like one paw over the other, and it's like that. And it's just looks so royal and and so i was waiting for that then he did it and uh, i just broke down
3: <laughs> i did i did a
0: little uh, i did a cartoon about uh about him yesterday because uh, i do a daily um, diary comic that i put up on instagram and on facebook and my friend uh, and neighbor scott came by and asked how he was doing and i had to tell him you know that you know he's in stage four now with the kidney disease and he's got a cat who's an older cat and so we're talking about you know uh, how hard it is and how you know uh the the hardest thing is that they uh hide their um they hide their pain and we both (laughs) realized at the time we're both trying to hide that we're uh crying all that (laughs) and just like i learned it from you (laughs) we're ones to talk (laughs) yeah but uh you know uh, today has been a one again uh netty uh gave the, the good advice of you're gonna have good days and bad days and today was a good day so far so Uh, Taking the good days as they come, and there's times where I just look over them and go, I'm richer than any millionaire. I'm going to cry. Anyway, I'll um, section off my film tropes to one franchise Star Trek. There you go. Uh, You know as well as I do that the list isn't long, Uh, it's just short and repeated, and I'll name the few best ones. And I I do know these because I did a Star Trek uh, parody show. Uh, The Starfleet Admiral Admiral that's gone bad. Oh my God, they have a lot of those, eh? Holy cow. Pulling free from a nebula using a reverse tachyon emitter pulse. That old chestnut. You're the only ship in the sector. Shields at 14%. The lithium crystals need recharging. Holodeck malfunction. Why do they even allow those things? Those are the lawn darts of the future, the holodeck. Holy shit. The first time Moriarty gets out and starts, like, killing people, you got to shut that fucker down. Yeah. It just—it's amazing to me that like you've got this insane uh, universe with like everything in it and all these amazing worlds and it's like we're bored. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the holodeck and pretend to be Sherlock Holmes.
1: Yeah, like what? it was a long time between worlds. Is it though? Yeah.
0: Well, like got warp spe- All right, fine. Then go visit that gangster planet again. That's fun. Go back to some <laughs> of the fun ones. Go to the Western one. Replacing the conduits. Does Starfleet Starfleet buy their parts from Radio Shack? Yeah, Radio Shack in the future. Yeah that's uh it it, it makes it uh and last uh but not least the enterprise gets a refit the amount of times i i I don't know how exciting they think the docking sequences are and the undocking oh god not not exciting but i'll admit i still love star trek in all its glory i'm just happy when i see one of these tropes uh coming a mile away i'm supposed it becomes a hazard Due to uh, the longevity of the franchise and poking fun at it is what makes it a great part of the fandom. There's even a series of books called "Nitpicker's Guide to Star Trek that uh, really drills deep into each episode and film. And I keep it close to my TV as I watch it for the 100th time. Really worth it. I have that, but it's called my wife. She (laughs) knows all that stuff. So anytime I'm watching Lower Decks or whatnot... I have to turn to her and just go, is that a thing? Yeah, here's what it is. Like, okay. And it's similar when we're watching, like, a Marvel TV series. I'm like, what's that about? Well, you see, Moon Knight actually is, and here's here's the thing about that that's quite fascinating. Is
1: <laughs> Finally can use my <laughs> Marvel who's who.
0: <laughs> you see, uh, that character is called Man-Thing. Now, you might be thinking, isn't that similar to Swamp Thing? Well, I'll tell you something. <laughs> Uh, my folks were big fans of James Garner so Rockford Files was all all was on when I grew up. I remember how much I liked the theme song by Mike Post. So much so that I'd call the radio station and ask them to play it. Hope they were not a jazz station.
1: That was an interesting time when a TV theme could be like a a top. It was. Top yeah, 10 song.
0: You're right. I I'm I would mention a couple now except I think you might No 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 there we go. Uh I was thinking like Welcome Back Cotter. You know, that yeah, song played well back. Yeah, uh, theme, from SWAT,
1: and the Man. theme from Swat was a hit yeah, song. Uh, do-lo, 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 hi, it's, it's, it's my girlfriend and my
0: anniversary. Would you mind playing a, th- a song? Yeah. Can you play the Jeopardy theme?
4: <laughs>
0: Does she like it? No, that's relationship is in Jeopardy. Uh, there were others like The Streets of San Francisco and Kojak, I can remember being on. I liked Starsky and Hutch quite a bit, but I didn't watch it religiously. My first wife and I watched every episode of NYPD Blue when it first aired, all the way to the last season. The ABC affiliate wouldn't air the first season due to a boycott, so I had my in-laws in Oklahoma tape it for me. Uh, by the time the second season rolled around... What
1: were they boycotting? Dennis Franz's ass? Yes. Oh, Franz's ass. Franz's ass.
0: Uh, so I had my in-laws... I wonder if they had to audition the butts. Like, you, you audition your actors, right? And you're like, they're really good. It's like, look, we're but... going to have to show your ass at some point. So like if say well, it's you just the one
1: time, wasn't it? Did they do it all the time? What do
0: you mean? The characters' butts? Yeah, it was regular. Oh, was it was a regular thing. Regular butts? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, um, know that. I didn't really. I didn't I'm just assuming, out. like, in case, like, say someone has a very disturbing butt, like mm. maybe they have like a birthmark that looks like a swastika, and you gotta like we gotta we gotta deal with this now. We gotta know if you got a weird ass <laughs> because we can't, you know, deal with that. Anyway, <laughs> by the time the second season rolled around. The show was such a hit that the affiliate uh, couldn't resist airing it for the ratings, boycott or not. <laughs> I think the viewers uh, missing out on NYPD Blue also became uh, noisier than the boycott, and Tuesday evenings were spent watching it from that point on. My mom's uh, my, my first girlfriend's mom was such a fan of Columbo that she set her alarm to wake her at 3 a.m. so she could watch it and then go back to bed at 4 a.m. That's a fan. That's also someone that doesn't know how long Columbo is. That, <laughs> that is two hours long. I guess you just wanted to see the end unless they broke columbo in two and showed one part one day and one part the next in which case good for them that <laughs> is long as for terminators weight oh thank you one of the most recent films where schwarzenegger returned to play the part i swear i remember a scene where this weight is discussed schwarzenegger has been uh, disguising the fact that he's a terminator and is hidden living a normal life i remember someone asking him how he disguised his weight or him stepping on a scale not really funny at all just Crushed my skull already. I think I'll uh, go count up some more Star Trek tropes now as I watch the new episode of Picard. There's bound to be a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, live long and prosper, sneakers. Kirk out. Let's get the <laughs> hell out of here. Do we have any uh, email emails? We don't have
1: any email emails this oh, week. There we go. But thank you. People who have written in the past, particularly Laurel. She likes the rape right
0: you? Uh, do you
1: have... I always it? enjoy that. I do have a question.
0: Okay, I've got one as well, so please hit me with yours
1: first. Well, you, you go first then.
0: Well, mine is, what is a, what is a big cry movie for you? You were talking about how you cry at movies. I mm. just had a little bit of a cry cry there. <laughs> so how about that? What is? Yeah. And I'll also take a TV show. What is a big cry moment you've had at a movie or TV show?
1: My question is... Uh, What is the best pet name you've ever heard? Ah. Because I really liked uh, Ed's, uh, Mina Harker. That's a great name for your pet. That is a
0: good name. I also like, um, I did the, uh, what's it, Stop Podcasting Yourself show. And what's 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 the co-host name? There's Graham and there's Dave. Who's Dave's last name? I forget his last name and I feel bad Uh, about that. Chum.
3: Chumka. Chumka.
0: Chumka, Dave Chumka. Uh, But he had a dog named Grandpa. Mm. And I like that name because he'd be name. in the park yelling, "Grandpa! Hey, Grandpa! <laughs> Anyone he Grandpa? Where's Grandpa?
1: That's good Grandpa!" And the
0: dog would run up.
1: That's pretty funny. <laughs> hmm. that's good. I, I have no, I have none in my head. I just thought, I just asked the question. Okay, maybe next week I'll think of one.
0: Well, that's fair enough. Uh, I think it's time to say goodbye to all our company.
1: All right. Well. Oh, I guess I should... I'm going to say Well, I guess we'll say goodbye. Oh, no. Hey, before I say goodbye, everyone, let's go through this routine that we do every week. Hey, you want right, to write to us?
0: Hey, who's on... No, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> Who's
1: on... Who's hey, on the wait, website? Hey, Dave.
0: Who's hmm? on first?
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: Scat's on second. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. Turd's on third.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, and turd base. Turd base, yes. <laughs> All right, uh, everyone. Just the wittiness never <laughs> stops here. So... Here's what we're going to do. You're going to write to the website. It's called sneakydragon.com. You can go there. You can leave a message for us, a comment about the show, or something that you'd like us to know. Hey, or, or, (laughs) or, hey, Hey. I was going to say something to someone, but I'll say it after this. Okay. This person, you know who you are. But before we get there, let me just tell you that we are on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. We are on Twitter at Sneaky underscore dragon. We have an email address at SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. That's SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. Want to write us some snail mail? Go to the website. Go to the Contact Us page. You will find our physical address there. And we are on Patreon. Please support us if you'd like our show. And, hey, I just want to say this to a particular person. Someone who's very funny... Drew a very funny Tintin cartoon for us. Gave it to Ian, but we cannot remember your name. I think it's Nigel Gregoire. Is it Nigel? Nigel, right? You probably don't listen every week. That's a problem. Nigel's a busy guy. He has a life. <laughs> that sounded mean. I'm sorry to imply that you don't have a, a life. You don't listen to the show every... I know, guy. you guys are doing chores where you listen to the show. I barely
0: listen to the show every week. Well,
1: I did not even listen to it. Yeah, we I mean, don't listen to when we're doing it. Anyway, folks... Thank you for listening to us. As Ian said at the beginning, I'll say it at the end, thank you for paying attention to our bizarre ramblings. They're not bizarre. What am I saying? I sound like one of those people, it's crazy this work. you got to be crazy to work here. Uh, anyway, um, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back again next week with more hilarity. See you soon.